Hello, listener. Welcome to the show. On today's episode, I sit down. I sat down for a chat with Haiti Jackson, and we discussed her experience with uh, breast cancer. It was just um, an unbelievable discussion, and I. I can't stress enough how amazing uh, a woman Haiti is. I feel like amazingly I've made like a lifelong friend out of our discussion. Uh, And it's one of those discussions uh, and one of those sorts of um, occasions where you come away feeling, uh, I don't know, like very humbled and privileged to have been able to talk to someone about something so personal and so real. And, And despite how heavy the subject matter is, we end up having a heap of fun just talking. Um, She's just a great person. Haiti sent through some stuff to me uh, as I was putting this episode together. And one thing that she sent, one message that she sent through really struck me. And it was basically a very short uh, journal of her thoughts uh, over a period of time. And I wanted to read that to you because uh, as I read it, I was really uh, quite, yeah, I'm not going to lie, I was quite emotional reading it. It was quite, um, uh, yeah, I don't even have the words to describe what it was. It just uh, really got me. So I'll read that to you and then we'll just jump straight into the episode. Waiting. Appointment. No answers. Waiting. Biopsy. Waiting. Crying. Appointment. Waiting. Appointment with no answer. Crying. Waiting. Flu. Job application. Waiting. Almost make it to emergency procedures at work, but call into doctor's office for some news. Crying. Still waiting. No real news. PA will see you now. Another biopsy. Cry some more. Quick lumps out. Quick mastectomy. Miss out on Melbourne Cup. Quick chemo. Quick radiation. So slow, then so, so fast. Hair out of head. Eyebrows gone. Eyelashes gone. Nose leaks. Eyes leak. Steroid bloat. Weight gain. I don't feel like myself. Try to be a friend. Try to be a mum. A wife. A sister. A daughter. An auntie. A cousin. Just try. Eyelashes gone again. Eyebrows gone again. Numb fingers. Numb feet and toes. Still going. Still here. I just read that and I was speechless, to be honest. Uh, And so I hope I've been able to do her thoughts justice uh, in reading that to you and conveying 
uh, some of the exp- uh, thoughts that she had and experiences she went through. And so I really hope you enjoy our discussion. Is this on? Yeah, it's on. Wow. Okay. And then when you put your headphones on, it's <laughs> I'm going to hear myself on it. It's, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> the worst <laughs> sound ever. <laughs> it's the worst. Okay, so I'm really I'm self-conscious. Good. Can you hear? Yes. Can you hear you? Yes. Is it okay? Am I too? No, no, no. Hold on. Go, go. Hi. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Have you ever done a podcast before? No, never. Oh, really? Never. Oh, I Who does a podcast? Oh, I don't know, me. Yeah, that's right. But normal people don't do a podcast. Yeah, I know. I feel bad now for asking you. Um, no. This fine. is, I hope this I'm is not sorry here. I'm not a fancy podcaster. No. <laughs> I don't know if I'm fancy. I'm just going to shoot the whole way um, through. This is hey? going to be the best. I yeah. said, I'm just going to give you shit the whole yeah, way through. Yeah, no, do it. You might as well. <laughs> um, listeners, hello. Oh, <laughs> I'm on with Haiti Jackson. Actually, can I say your last name? Yeah. Oh, I'll say Haiti and then. Knock yourself out. Oh, good. I'm on with Haiti. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I can't believe this is your first episode podcast and <laughs> you're doing it with me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no. feel bad now. Um, so. On today's episode, I'm sitting down with Haiti Jackson, and um, I don't know Haiti up until this point in time. <laughs> I've actually uh, never met her, but I know her through a friend, a mutual friend, someone I used to work with that I haven't spoken to in a long time, but um, do want to catch up with at some point <laughs> because I'm sure there's a lot to talk about. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I want to have Haiti on today to talk about her life experience because you have experience firsthand with cancer. You're a cancer survivor. Is that the right? It's a fucked word. But What's sure. the right term? What's it? <laughs> you had cancer and now you don't. You don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is part of the, one of the other reasons I want to talk to you because I, I said to you earlier before we started recording, um, I met a friend of mine who has it and when he told me, I didn't know what to do. Like, I just laughed weirdly, which is not the right thing. I can see by your face that is definitely not the right thing to do. And I didn't laugh, like, hysterically and maniacally. I just sort of awkwardly smiled. Yeah. and Because I... No, because it's a big thing for somebody to say to you. And, yeah. And when you're not expecting it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, we were talking about rugby and other shit at Coles. And then he goes, <laughs> yeah. hey, guess what, mate? And, wow, it was quite a heavy sort of thing. So I wanted to have you on because I wanted to... Uh, talk to you about your experience but I I think the genesis of it for me was um, obviously that interaction I had with a mate of mine mm. but also as I said to you earlier uh, my wife and and not to say that she has an experience with cancer herself but um, she is a very blase person who yeah. I find it very interesting that she is the way she is about um, any scares that she might have yeah and um yeah, I thought it was really – I think that's different from what I'm like, clearly. Like I yeah. said to you earlier, I get a paper cut and I'm yes. off to hospital. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, what I said to you earlier, I think as women I, – I said our bodies are definitely more complicated than yours. Yeah, way more. Um, and I think there's lots of those things along the way that are little um, anomalies and – you're not sure what's going on. So you, I think as a woman you do sort of tend to go to the doctor and get things checked and predominantly they come back as nothing. And yeah, so right. I think it is easy to fall into being blasé or complacent. Complacent about it. Yeah, completely. And, yeah. you know, you oh, a lump, yeah, oh, I'll get that checked at some point. But, yeah, I think it's easy to just 
go, oh, it'll be nothing. And yeah, it, right. And it's not always nothing. <laughs> See, because when you say it's not always nothing, because uh, so I read about um, your experience on, oh, what's it called, the pink? Um, oh, Project Pink. Project Pink. Yeah. So uh, jump on and have a look at Project Pink if you're listening. It's an Australian website. I've actually got heaps of listeners from overseas, yeah, oddly wow. enough. Like I reckon a third are from, it's weird, like Spain and countries that don't okay. speak English predominantly. It's bizarre. Cool. <laughs> so I'm wondering if it's just like. Hola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fully. I'm drinking a Japanese beer right now. So for the people in Japan. Um, konnichiwa. Yeah, konnichiwa. I was just trying to go back to year eight Japanese. <laughs> well, all I could think of well, we is like. We do all a, of them. Bonjour. <laughs> they all go through it all. Do you know what went through my mind? I was like, sushi, man, I could go sushi right now. That's what I thought of. I'll get us in. No, no. It's fine. So um, what was I saying? Um, what were we talking about before that? I can't remember. Being complacent. Being complacent. So she is complacent. And when I was reading on that Project Pink website, I had a look at um, your story and others. And it said on yours that I should also say up front to you and to the listeners, I'm sorry if I giggle because I am a child. And if I talk <laughs> about boobies, I sometimes laugh. But I, I, I promise I'll try and be like a 35-year-old and not be an idiot. But when I read your story, you were saying that you had an itch overseas. Okay, so do you want me to well, give a what, quick rundown? Oh, no, I'll come to it. But that's what right. Ash did. So that's what... Right. A, that's why... And I, I remember reading... Um, I remember her having it and scratching a lot. Yeah. I just remember thinking, that can't be good. Like, yeah. surely that's when you get checked. And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry about it, mate. And yeah. turns out it's nothing. But, yeah, so I think that's why I wanted to reach out and talk to someone. Yeah. And I... I knew about your experience from Justine. Mm. I remember her telling me about one of her friends who yeah. had gone through um, an experience with breast cancer. And if I don't use the right term, I'm sorry, but um, just um, and yeah. And so I remember thinking, oh, I might uh, reach out to you and see if you're open to coming on and talking about it. Because I guess for me, um, there's a lot of things around it that I'm interested in. Um, again, not voyeuristically, but also like from the point of view of how family deal with it and mm. how children deal with it because you've got kids as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, really interesting. Sorry, I've talked too much. So no, you're good. your background, um, maybe do you want to give a rundown of who you are as a person? Like or Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just, that's broad. Yeah. It is broad. In well, uh, what would you like? I'll say <laughs> <laughs> professionally maybe so people can get a gist of Maybe who you are. Who I am. Okay, yeah. so I was a makeup artist for a bunch of years and then ended up um, working for Virgin as a flight attendant really? for almost nine years, which I only stopped flying last year in October. Really? Yeah. Did yep. you like it? Oh, because of COVID, obviously. Yeah. Oh, and they were offering redundancy. Redundancies? Yeah, and I just... I'll uh, take it. Well, and then this job came up, so yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, the so one. it was just like the sun, moon, stars all... You know, that are stuff you happened. A, are you a universe talks to you kind of person? A what, sorry? Like, you know, like the universe is talking to oh, me. Oh, like not, not always, but this was definitely everything just said. Fell into place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Said leave, so. Yeah, right. And I, lo- I loved being cabin crew. Like, it's a job that you cannot explain to anybody. It is the most fun you'll ever have. And it's this weird you meet people and it's like instant overshare yeah. and they're your best friend all of a sudden and you've known them for five minutes. But it is a bunch of people who are like-minded. And so, yeah, right. you know, it can either be an amazing day and you just 
all bounce off each other and, you know, you, you're a waitress in the sky. But it... It'd be fun. It's fun. Like, it's a fun job. Seeing and the world too. Yeah, so I was um, domestic and then short haul international, so Bali, Fiji, and oh. yeah, but still, I mean, they're all the I, good places. Well, totally. Yeah. And I've been to parts of Australia that I would probably never have gone. Oh, I want to go there. Like, weirdly, Canberra is one of my favourite places, really? and Adelaide and Hobart. And oh, I think Hobart's good. Hobart's pretty cool, but like, I love them, and I probably would not have chosen to go there. Those destinations, yeah. So, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, amazing job and it's yeah, very right. eye-opening and very fun and lots of just cool, fun people. So, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I reckon it'd be fun. I, I don't know if I'd love to go to Canberra again. I've been once and, oh, that was it for me. I, I, I love the cold but I just... Canberra's so multicultural. Like, yeah. It's like a concrete city but it is cool. They've got cool restaurants and... yeah. You just need a little minute, I think, to... So are you a Melbourne fan too? Love Melbourne. Oh. Love Melbourne. I hate Melbourne. Why? I don't know. I like hills and I find Melbourne's too flat. And this is really odd. Do we, you need to be up a hill to eat a decent meal? Like, no, what but the we heck? live on the side of a hill and we've got a good view. And so I like... <laughs> that are you not living there? You're just visiting and you've got to go to a good restaurant and... Okay, candidly, decent coffee. Okay, <laughs> candidly, my Melbourne experience, my one time there was soured by two people we went with. And are they going to listen to this? No, and if they do, I don't care. <laughs> You're dickheads for ruining our trip. We went to Melbourne. <laughs> we went to Melbourne with some friends who aren't friends anymore, and they screamed and fought with each other oh, all no, down Ligon Street. And my wife and I and one other bloke we went with were just horrified, yeah. hopping on trams to try and get away from him. Oh no. You know the other reason I don't love it is because I went to Ligon Street and, as I said to you earlier, my mum's Italian, so um, from that side, when I was trying the food and I was told it was going to be the best place ever... Oh, your... Uh, I don't know. Your expectation was yeah. not met. No, it wasn't. And yeah. my nonna is pretty mean in the kitchen, so I was like, oh, I don't know about this place. Guys, you need to get nonna yeah. in. <laughs> Let she, us sort the menu out. Oh, do you know, we used to live with her growing up. We would come home from school and she'd be like... She would say to you, Manchester, are you hungry? And I'd be like, of course I'm hungry, Nonna. <laughs> and she'd whip up a pizza from scratch or donuts oh, for you and you'd just be so like, good. this is the best. Anyway, sorry, I've sidetracked. It's not about me and my eating. It's about you. But food's good. Yeah, so it is good. I get it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so then I finished up with Virgin last yeah. year in October. Um, so we have a company that owns a bar out at Manly and they – well, we're opening another restaurant. Yeah. Um, and so – Can I ask you, how would you get into that? So it's my best friend yeah, um, right. and her, oh, right. her cousin yeah. actually started the first venue yeah. and uh, I did like a little bit of – so I do a bit of interiors and styling yeah. and stuff. So I did a bit, of, bit of that work and my almost ex-husband did some electrics. So we right. did a bunch of work in return for shares and so we ah. have like a vested interest. Right. Um, yeah, so – and then the company then took over owning that and then opening the new – Restaurant. The new one that's yeah, and so now I work for the company as the creative director. So I'm overseeing the fit out of the new restaurant and just all of the styling and customer experience, all that sort of stuff. So good job. Basically, my dream job. Oh, really? Yeah, and the fact that it kind of came up yeah. when I was sort of questioning continuing on flying. Yeah, and she was like, "If you want it, saves me advertising, interviewing, all of that. Oh, it's how good the stuff I've kind of been doing the whole time anyway." Yeah. So. <laughs> Hey, come on in and get paid. Get paid for, for it. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it kind of worked perfectly. And, yeah, I 
love every day I go to work. So, What's it like working with friends? So Peter and I have worked together. Um, so she used to have a different company before Urban Weddings doing wedding stationery and I worked for her for a bunch of years. Yeah. So I have worked with her. I know her, I yep. think, probably better than anybody yeah. and I know the times to shut the fuck up and yeah. <laughs> leave her to do her thing and I know the times where it's okay to kind of go, okay, I need you for a minute and, yeah, yeah I think we work well together and we bounce off each other quite well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm fine with that and I'm – I'm an open person. I'm happy to have a conversation if something isn't working out or I'm not doing my job to, to their satisfaction. The standard. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm open and, yeah, that's fine. So working with friends is not an issue. Not an issue at all? Yeah, at all. Yeah, right, that's good. I know some people who've worked with friends before and in a previous life, in a previous occupation, I had friends come in to do work with each other and mm. they can dissolve sometimes. Oh, and it doesn't always end. Well. No. Let's. No, no. <laughs> probably in the majority of the time, actually. It yeah, right. isn't ideal. Yeah. No, no. Say. No, you're very lucky. Like, I mean, it's mm. good. And I've actually never been out there. I've said to Jay I would go out. I kept promising I would and I've. It's well, a hell of a, a drive. Friend. I know, I'm a shit friend. <laughs> but it's like 50 minutes to get here. So to get to fucking... God, where are you? What, do you live on Mars? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Know. <laughs> Jesus. You need a passport to get out to where we live. Um, it's like 40 minutes, 45 minutes to get yeah. here. And then to get to... Manly. Yeah, Manly yeah, Cleveland yeah. area. It's another, yeah. what, from here? Oh, I, well, I go to the back bay, so it takes me 15 from oh, here. Oh, okay. So. So, oh, I shouldn't really then. Okay, sorry, Jay. I should be a better friend and come and visit your place. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so you work – so professionally that's who you are. Yeah. And then um, what I, I – I guess for me the interest was around your experience because especially mm. like how anyway, how it read on that Project Pink website. Mm. I don't know, it really hit me because I was like, oh, my God, that's my wife. Like yeah. exactly the same. Like, well, and then – so it's not all on there. All of the details right. aren't actually on there. But so originally when it first even came up was yeah. um, my husband actually had – a lump in his pec muscle. Really? And so I just started reading, like he was a bit worried, and so yeah. I started reading about like breast cancer in men because it's very common. It's common. Yeah. yeah. I got and stats. <laughs> you got the I stats. I did it today, 167 a year. Yeah, so it's not like a thing that you should ignore. And no. anyway, so I started reading about that, and of course you get on the internet and you go into your little internet <laughs> rabbit hole. Web doctors. Yeah, yeah, like hours. Anyway, yeah. and so then I started reading it kind of went on to women and breast cancer and yep. doing a self-check. And it said about, this is an overshare, but no. this is the reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, checking your nipples. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I've done the yeah. check, but I've never actually checked my nipples. So straight away, of course, I... Check, check. <laughs> check my nipple. Yeah. And the left one, so if you squish your nipple... Yeah. The tubey bits that I imagine breast milk comes out of. Yeah. On my left one, there was a lump. And oh, I right. was like, oh, God, that feels, like, weird and like it shouldn't be there. But you've had kids. I've had four kids. Because, you know, like, okay, this is – I'm not, like, some weird <laughs> nipple fiend. But, like, <laughs> like, kids for me are really recent. So our youngest is three last week. Right. So, like, I still remember breastfeeding. Yes. And uh, not for me. But, oh, <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, <laughs> do you know? Okay, this is slightly <laughs> off topic. But <laughs> – Someone said to me once... This is my favourite day ever. <laughs> Do you ever watch Seinfeld? Did you ever yes, watch Seinfeld? Yes, every oh, episode. So every episode. <laughs> Someone said to me once, you need like a man's ear now. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck you. I do not. I'm not that bad. So, yeah, so um, not for me, but for Ash. And I remember 
they were saying that your milk dr- ducts dry up and they can get hard and, and weird and stuff after. Yes. Not weird, not weird. Oh, for any women that's listening, sorry. For just hard. No. Yeah. So, so the tubes that, like, you imagine milk to come out of your nipple. Yeah. So that's what I squished and then the milk ducts are kind of, yeah, yeah back in the breast tissue. Yeah. No, no. Um, anyway, and so then I had a lump and so I went straight to the doctors and I was like, that's a bit concerning. And so I went for a scan and straight away that was nothing. So that lump was actually nothing. Um, but they did the – I think I did a ultrasound and a mammogram and they said to me that one of my milk ducts was measuring bigger than it should. And they said, well, that could just be your normal and nothing weird, so we're not going to freak out about it straight away, but we will get you to come back in six months and we'll check it again. So I did that. Six months for me was um, January 2017. Yes. And my mum turned 60 in August in 2017. And I was planning, so my mum and her husband... And my auntie, we were planning my mum's English. She'd never been back to England since she was a kid. And so my brothers and my sister and I all bought her airfares to England. So, and so I planned this big trip. So we did um, the UK, we did London and then down to see the family and then to Ireland for a few days as well. So we planned this trip and in my brain I was like, well, I'm just going to ignore that follow-up scan for a minute because I've got this going on. I'll do it when I get back. Was follow-up scan, can I ask, was follow-up scan, was the January the six months from the prior appointment or was yes. January? Oh, okay. So yeah. And our trip was July, August. Oh, so you're like 12 months almost. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. And so then we do this trip and it was amazing and we had the best time. But yeah. while we were away, my left breast, there was lots of itch and a bit of pain and – like you read stuff about breast cancer and they say there shouldn't be any pain. That's not breast cancer. Is that like a common thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, and it's just not the case. Like I had definite pains and it was very itchy and only the left. So you've got a common sense sort yeah. of says that's got to be something. And I kind of knew something was up. Because so that was one of the things I, I'd read was one side. Yeah. Like sometimes if it's one side, you know it's a... Yeah. Yeah. If you're not... Yeah. If it's not... If it's not both sides, then it's clearly not a skin condition or whatever. Or like a so mosquito bite or something. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, and so then we got back in August from this trip and I went to the doctors the next week and I had to go back to work like two days later. So I went, I had a scan um, and then at, at um, Virgin, we well, every airline, but there's emergency procedures, which is like your big exam and it's a stressful day all the right. prac stuff and anyway and i was driving to is um, that annual or is it yeah like a one- no oh, annual. really yeah 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 oh, God. yeah well because we're in touch yeah, of safety yeah, yeah, so I know. like it's pretty i freak anyway. out at test sorry yeah no no and i freak out at test too so i it's not my favorite day anyway yeah. so i was driving to eps and um my doctor rang and said what are you doing and i said oh just on my way to a work exam no biggie and they were like well can you not do that and come here and i was like Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So so that's the first contact you'd had. Yeah. Can yeah. I, um, before we go there, can I yeah. dial back a bit? Yeah. How is um, family and friends, like, did you tell anyone when you were overseas about the Yeah, itch my mum and my auntie both knew. And, um, their and they said, were, go, Oh, so away. they were yeah. quite. Yeah, everybody yeah, that right. knew anything about it was like, you need to go. Yeah, right. Yeah. Husband on board with that? Not on board? Or didn't know, really? He was on board, but he he's the person that I think 
he's very much, we don't worry about anything until it's a thing. Oh. You know? and I'm married to that person. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was very much like that. Oh, yeah. it'll be fine. You'll be fine. Like, yeah. no, no concern. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is fine. Like, I get that. Everyone's different. Cope through life and whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. But for me, there was something in the back of my brain that was like. This is not The right. itchiness and the. Yeah, I just thought, oh, yeah, no, I d- it didn't sit well. So, did you know outside of the itchiness? Did you have any inclination in yourself at all? Like, was there any gut instinct or anything that said to you, this isn't right? <laughs> I'm going to say a weird thing. Oh, no, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I was a kid, yeah, and I don't know, you're probably a little bit young for this, but when I was a kid, there was, um, there was these breast cancer ads on TV, and it was okay. this weird. Ad, it was, uh, I don't even know the artist. It was like, um, I don't know if it was Michelangelo or one of those, but it was like oh, one of those like an renaissance. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Sorry. And so this, it was this image of one of them, you know, and, the, and it's like the draped yeah. whatever and the boobs are out and whatever. Yeah, right. And so then they kind of zoomed in on this boob and said, this this could be a breast cancer boob, da, da, da. Anyway, so her <laughs> boobs, one of them looked like my boob. Oh, right. And in my brain, as like, I think I was maybe 10 or 11, I just had this thought that I felt like I was going to have breast cancer when really? I was older. Really? Are you serious? Yes. And, and it was just from this weird ad. I'm and not I smiling. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I'm you're sorry. fine. You're fine. But it was such a weird thing and I did have that thought. I never said it out loud. I never repeated that to anybody. But when once I had breast cancer, I said it to a couple of people. Like, oh, I remember thinking it as a kid because of her boob was the same as my boob. But... Wow, that's I don't spooky. think you can look at a boob and go, oh, hey, you've got breast cancer. I don't think that's uh, a thing, but it was a thought I had. And, yeah, wow. anyway, I, I didn't ever expect I would really yeah. be going through it at all. Like, never had never struck you? Because that was one of the things I wanted to ask. Um, mm. Have you ever had any exposure to people with cancer in your life, like directly for yourself or prior to this? Yeah. Or indirectly, like through? You don't know, well, I have, but, I mean... Um, yeah, there's been a bit of cancer in our family, but sort of like my mum's auntie and oh, a bit my dad's cousin. So, and I did have experience with both of those women, and yeah, um, yeah and then another family member has passed away from cancer as well. Uh, she's married to my uncle, my mum's uncle, actually. Yeah. But yeah, so there has been a little bit of it around, but I haven't had anybody. You know, none like of my really friends, close, none yeah. of my, yeah, nothing like that sort of to sort of deal with. So I think Completely also yeah. in your brain you kind of go, your your odds are looking bad because you don't know anybody. Oh, really? <laughs> so you're going to be it. Oh, no. <laughs> See, I go the opposite. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I go the opposite. I go... No, no, it can't be me. Um, definitely not. Because so I had one. Um, I don't know if you can. see I mean, this. you never really think it's gonna be you. I'm, no, never. Yeah. I, uh, can you see you? little that little mark down there? Yep. So little red. I'll call him little red. He got cut out of my foot. Right. <laughs> I'm a child. I know. I get it. Um, I, he got cut out of my foot, and he was a genuine skin cancer. Right. So Which was odd. What is that ba- basal basal carcinoma, carcinoma or something? Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's bizarre because I wear boots all the time for work, and I, like I'm an office boy, so I don't have my f- feet out ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I wore thongs here, but pluggers. Um, but but you can get you can get it anywhere. My dad had one in the inside of his mouth. Yeah, on the inside of his mouth. Yeah. And so then, um, I got this little raised lump on my chest right below my boobie, and he 
he's he's like raised, but it was like a step before melanoma, the lady told me. Right. So she said, get it out. But she skipped over it. I can't believe it. Skipped over it. I asked her to look at it. She said, no, it's fine. Mm. And as we were buttoning up, I said, can you just like, I really don't like it. It gets yeah. itchy sometimes. Yeah. I don't like him. And yeah. then she did a biopsy and came back and said, six months, six months, it's full-blown melanoma. And I was like... Love, I pay you a lot of money. I shouldn't say love, but I pay you like 500 bucks and you are... <laughs> and that's the worrying thing I think through it all is that there's so many opportunities for human error. Oh, You've got to rely on yeah. somebody doing their job properly. And, and how, that is so worrying. You, <laughs> I, I, I'm speechless because to your point, like everyone goes through various things in life. Their t- life, they're tired, they've had a bad day. Partners and asshole, kids yeah. and shit, or whatever. Yeah. And so, how do you know that their mind is entirely on the job when yeah. they're? Because old mate missed it completely. That's yeah. the third visit I'd had with her. Yeah. And yeah, and I you, don't see and her you, you had to question it. Yeah, exactly. To get the result yeah. that you obviously knew well, somewhere that. That's why I asked. Mm. That's why I asked about whether or not you had any gut feeling because I don't know why, but I had this gut feeling. I would look at him. I'd mm. get out of the chair and I'd be like, I just don't like you. Mm. I don't I'm like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. I hate you. Get out. And, um, and my wife said to me after, she was like, oh, I'm glad you got it checked. Yeah. Didn't know. But she said, I, I see you sometimes like just rubbing it in. That's weird. That's weird. I'm not rubbing my nippy in bed. I'm rubbing a little spot. Uh, he's almost on my belly button, <laughs> which is not any better actually. <laughs> but anyway. Let's sorry. call him... Let's call him Jeff. I don't know. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, so I rub Jeff sometimes and I just didn't like him and I had this cut feel that Jeff wasn't right. He wasn't my friend and no. that's why I asked because, yeah, I was curious as to whether or not it was just the itchiness or whether you had this, I don't know, something else that said, no, no, this isn't right. No, I guess it was probably the combination of the scan and them yeah. saying that the milk duct wasn't what it should yeah, be then. and, you know, that sort of thing. And then that on top of it, I was just kind of like, okay, got to sort this out. Yeah. D- do you know one of the reasons – okay, so you asked me before, and this is why – when you said to me why you and I was like uh, couldn't get my words out. Yeah. One of the things um, – uh, I still don't even know. <laughs> so one of the things I think is um, – I wrote it down. Can I maybe read it to you? Yeah. Because then I won't be able to – so I said it was an interest for me from a psychological perspective, yeah. and I know that sounds weird in itself, but and I don't want that to come across the wrong way – but I was thinking about it in the context of um, skin cancers you can hide sometimes. Mm. Like if you get a skin cancer in a visible spot like on your face, yep. you can – that's a problem. But if you get it like Jeff, yeah. I could hide Jeff or I could hide Little Red. Yeah. Um, and same even for a guy with something like testicular cancer. Yeah. A woman or a, a guy mm. need not know that their partners had – or prospective partners had something go on there. Yeah. But for me, I don't know. Uh, it's such um, a part of who a woman is, and yeah. that's what, I think that's what really interested me. Uh, not interested in a weird way. I no, no, I yeah. don't take anything weird. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been talking to you about Jeff, and you're on board with that, so yeah. I can tell. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, that's what um, I found. I don't know. It's there's something about it, you know, like if you go to the length of having a mastectomy, mm. if that's where uh, someone's breast cancer leads to, yep. it's very visual and like it almost, 
I don't want to speak on behalf of women, but I would imagine no. it would strike to the heart of it's being hard. a woman. Like it is hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I, I think for me, um, you know, four kids, I'd breastfed yeah. all of them, so you know yeah, they'd right. done their job. So yeah. there was that kind of way of thinking that well, I don't really need it. But, yeah. Um, when so my and he's a good guy. I don't want to bag him, but he yeah. ended our marriage just before my last cancer treatment. Yeah, right. So I had to get back out on the little single scene. scene. And doing that a boob down. Yeah, right. Is not great fun. No. no. But <laughs> on the flip side, the thing that I've learned is. You weed out the shit. Well, and I mean, somebody that's n- not okay with it. I'm very upfront, I'm very open. Like anybody that I have been intimate yeah. with or anything since then. Like, I remember the first person I ever had sex with yeah. after my husband. Yeah. I just said to him, this is a wig and I've got one boob. Is it really? Oh, this isn't anymore. Oh, but I was going to say. I was two years never, ago. Oh, so, okay, okay. So this okay, is sorry, my sorry. hair now. Sorry. But when, <laughs> sorry. when I was wearing my wig still because yeah, right. I had no hair, I was like, I'm just going to be up front. I don't want to get home with somebody and then yeah. have to have that conversation because yeah. I don't need somebody to react to that badly and no. feel bad about myself. No. So, you know, I was very upfront and I was like, this is a wig. I've got one boob. If you're still okay with that, yeah. then cool, let's continue to chat. But otherwise, that's not my jam at all. Like if you yeah. are going to judge that. And and the first time definitely was horrible. Like I yeah, was right. – well, it wasn't actually horrible. He no, was lovely. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't give a shit. Really? And that's the thing that's I've cool. learned Good is that – well, and that's my experience, really. Yeah. Like, if somebody, if if I'm that upfront, then you'll know pretty quickly. You'll know quickly. They're not going to come home with no you way. or whatever it you know happens be to be or pursue a phone the, call. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So, um, for me, it's kind of been very like the people that count have been awesome, and it's kind of more your own brain yeah. that that has to be okay with it. You know, this is my new normal. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. Yeah, because oh, that's what um, sort of struck me. I was just uh, thinking about it in the context of um, like what it would be like for a woman. Yeah. Because I, I can't – I would imagine that if – well, I know that if – I was thinking about this like for me and mm. if it happened to me and someone said, we got to lop them off, mate, they're yeah. coming off, I yeah. would be – am I still a man? Like am I – Yeah. Uh, like or am I not? Or yeah. – no, I'm, I still would be. 100% I'd be a man. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. – you actually sit on it for a while and I just remember thinking through what it would, um, I don't know. Feel like. Yeah, feel like. Well, and I think also empathize. like what what I'm saying, you know, this is me today, two, yeah. two years post last treatment. So it's been a, a, bunch, a bunch of years and, um, you know, I didn't feel like that in the beginning, the especially, you know, like you – and kids are the best. But I remember, you know – Middle of like chemo and no hair and yeah. one boob and yeah. you know you're still having showers with your like three four year old whatever, you've got no hair and one boob like they really oh they zone in and <laughs> bring it back to reality oh, for you. My daughter tells me I've got boobs. I'm not joking. If my wa- I'll get her on the phone right now and she'll go yeah Ella does it all the time. Yeah, and so I think there's kind of no escaping it and it, and no. it's been a learning curve and yeah. Um. Yeah, it's taken a minute for me to f- feel confident about, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. Do you think that helps you roll with the punches though a little bit? A little bit. 
in the sense that they have such a non-malicious way of putting it that oh, totally. it almost desensitises you, but in the best possible yeah, way. Like, like you know that they're not being There's pricks. no malice. There's no, no. – yeah, it's just, just reality. Yeah, yeah, cool. I yeah. get that. <laughs> Although there's a mirror right there and I see it every day, so yeah. maybe you don't need to point that out. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> But thanks. <laughs> when Ella tells me, she's like, Dad – you're not like the other dads at school, like because some of them like are quite athletic and stuff. And I'm like, oh, whatever, man. I don't care about those losers. They get fucked. And she's like, why don't you lose weight? And I'm like, oh, oh wow, you're going to boarding school, love. Get yeah. out. <laughs> like, so yep. they don't mean it, but yeah, no. I, it would be. Um, I'll swap you that for when my girls grab my belly and oh. like, shake it around. <laughs> you know, that's real fun. <laughs> so can I ask then? So you come back from the UK. Mm. And you get a phone call as you're heading to an already stressful day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's that? Can I ask what it is? What's that like? So I... Like what goes through your head when you get that phone call? So I got the phone call. So I'd literally just dropped... So our youngest daughter, I dropped her at daycare at the yeah. time because she wasn't at school yet. And um, yeah, so I drive to my doctor and I get into the car park and this guy reverses into the front of my car <gasps> even before I get into the appointment. Really? Yeah. Good distraction or a bad distraction? Oh, no, just like, Fuck you. could this day get any fucking worse? <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, no, and then I get in there and I look, my experience at the beginning of diagnosis was really bad. My doctor, um, and I don't know if anybody medically related would ever listen to this, but yeah. she just was a wuss. She, oh, she really? got the pathology back and it said something, and I can probably dig it out, but it said something, something carcinoma, da-da-da-da-da. And I said, so what is that? Because I didn't know anything. No, no, I didn't of know any not. of the terminology. I didn't yeah. know anything. And so I was like, so what What does that mean? Do, do I have cancer? Yeah. Oh, no, let's just wait until we speak to a specialist and, you know, we'll see. Yeah. And so at the beginning I was – most definitely a piece of paper on somebody's desk for I think before I got to actually go to the hospital where I had treatment I think it was maybe between five to seven weeks no way so before I was actually actually told by an oncologist you definitely have cancer and now this is what we've got to do I had this massive weight and my doctor wussed out is what I can what do you mean wussed out? Just didn't because carcinoma is cancer. So just fucking tell me I've got cancer. Like it was like she didn't want to deliver the news. Really? Yeah. And oh. and I know that. Like we never had a conversation, but I had other appointments there, and they're not a bulk billing practice. Right. And she would bulk bill me every single time, and she was oh. sheepish, and she definitely acted in a way that somebody who probably hasn't done the right thing would act. Jeff. Jeff. That's what happened to Jeff. Yeah, they, that's probably my doctor. You probably went to her. Nice as pot. No, no. <laughs> no. I ran into the doctor on a holiday and I said, so before that, really cold, didn't really want to talk to you. You'd go in there and I'm self-conscious anyway about taking my shirt off and she would, like, you'd get in there and she'd be like, and so no conversation, no nothing. And I'd yeah. be like, oh, this is brutal. And then after, really like sheepish and built same thing nice and I was like, yeah exactly and mm. just really like concerned and yeah because I was the same as you when you said 
throwing around words like carcinoma. Like yeah. You hear it because you watch CSI or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or ER, but yeah. you don't know what it actually means. No. And she was looking at me in the face because what had happened, like I said to you, a couple of scans, nothing, she'd a couple of like looking with her eyes scans yeah. <laughs> and she'd gone, no, no, it's fine. And then when we got it cut out, mm. she, oh, sorry, when we were, got the biopsy results back, she was like, it's X in three to six months. It's actually legitimately on its way and right. you're going to have a real problem if you don't get it cut out. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Don't worry about it. It's cool. And she kept trying to, like, I think impress upon me how serious it could be. And but I think... had been... So... Completely, completely. Right. And I was like... I was like you in the sense that I was like, yeah, whatever. Cut him well, out. Because a fucking doctor. Yeah, I don't care. You're the doctor. You tell me. Yeah. We're not like, I'm not giving you legal advice. You <laughs> tell me about your medical shit. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you about family law one day. Like, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, yeah, cut him out. I don't care. Mm. And she was like, no, it's serious. I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll fucking get him out. I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's so bizarre. Oh, that's the same it was experience. A horrible wait. And so literally, um, so I. I don't know legally if this is okay yeah, for yeah. me to say, but I'll just – I won't say names. But one of my girlfriends, um, our another friend, like a, a mutual friend, yeah. um, is a neurologist. Right. And so we sent her my pathology. Yeah. And she said, yeah, she's got cancer. Like she just, Straight away. Yeah, just straight away. That's what that means. And so one of my best friends had to deliver the news. that I have cancer news. And even still then I didn't believe it. Like I didn't believe it the whole way through. Like really? it's a weird mental thing. Like even after a mastectomy, I didn't believe it. Are you joking? No. I'm not laughing. I'm no. Sorry. No, 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 you laugh away. Oh no. No. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Wow. I, I was like, I wouldn't even if somebody rang me tomorrow and said, Hey, we've made a mistake, I wouldn't be mad about the one boob gone. I really just it it took me I reckon a really good six months or so to go, Oh, actually this is happening. Really? So, yeah. so was there any ever initial? Um, I don't want to be insensitive, but was there any like um, frustration that you'd waited a while? Oh, I was definitely. Um, yeah, there's that bit in the back of my brain that always says, like, if I'd gone earlier, would I not have lost a boob, or you know, all the unknowns. Yeah. But I've learnt over the last two years that. Yeah, I can't give that any time or energy because this is my reality. Yeah, you know, hypotheticals are like you can sit there all day and go, "Oh, what if this or what if that?" But the reality is, I I ignored it. Yeah, and and that's probably why I'm doing this, and I've done yeah. a bunch of Project Pink things, and you know, just to be that person. Like originally, when I first was diagnosed, I don't know what it was in my brain, but there was not shame, but there was. Something in me, I didn't want to tell anybody. Really? I didn't want to tell anybody. I wanted to do the treatment, go back to work, pretend it didn't happen. So I don't know why. If <laughs> it was up to you, who would you have told? When you say nobody, who would you have told? Like my besties and my family, sure. Right. But I didn't want work people to know. I didn't want anybody to know. I don't know. I still don't know why. Really? You yeah. still? No, I don't, I don't understand that. But the weakness? second... Maybe it's like, it's almost like maybe it's a failure or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Like, who knows why they get cancer? Who knows any of that stuff? But there was part of me that I was just like, I don't want to tell anybody. And then the second I flipped it and I was like, but if I, because I didn't know anybody like me with breast cancer. Yeah. And the second I thought, 
if I can be somebody's person that they know yeah. and that makes them more, you know, vigilant with checking or, you know, any of that stuff, if I yeah. can help one person, fuck, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I scream it from the rooftops? So that's such a so it changed me completely. As soon as I thought that, I was yeah. like, why would you keep that in? Complete 180. Yeah. And that's what I do with wow. everything in life now, actually. <laughs> like, literally, all of the bad things for me, like stuff that I don't like doing. Yeah. Stopping for petrol, groceries, all of that stuff. I just have a little minute and I just think, you know what, you've got a car to put petrol in yeah. and you've got money to buy groceries. So fucking go do it. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs> no. It's you know um, what I mean? Like there's oh, shit in life that you don't 100%. like doing and there's so many things that you just like, really, we're so lucky. We live in an amazing country. Our health system... People will complain about it. Oh, but give far me out. a break. Go live in the US and don't have totally, healthcare. Totally, totally. So all of all of the stuff until you're diagnosed with cancer, I that's all out of pocket. So that's yeah. a couple of grand that I've paid. Yeah. Whatever. Don't give a shit. And then everything else except for medication was bulk bill. Is medication though still PBS anyway? Like pharmaceutical benefits? Um, some like of it's it. It cheaper, depends. Like, it depends on what it is. But yeah. yeah, there are elements of that. So I mean, I've probably spent a few hundred dollars on medication. I mean, there's the parking when you go to the hospital. That's yeah. not free. There's stuff that adds up. But you're it's, not working. All of that stuff. But you're not living in a developing world. No, where no. And that is also the thing that I did on my worst, most horrible days. I would just say to myself, "You could live." Like my dad said this my whole life. Yeah. You don't live in the Middle East and get bombed every day. And yeah, I'm 100%. like, imagine dealing with this shit 100%. and living somewhere like that. Yeah. I'm good. I am yeah, good. Entirely. I am good. Uh, I think the whole world could use a massive, this is off topic, but a uh, massive dose of perspective. perspective. Especially the people that live in this country, like Australia, for those who don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, we have it unreal here. Yeah. Education's great. Yes. Like, I mean, it could be better, but healthcare's well, great. There's lots of things that could be better. 100%. But I'd rather be educated or cared for medically here yeah. than almost every other country on earth. Totally. Uh, it's interesting that you say that about the gratefulness for... Um, do you think would you say gratefulness is the right way to express completely so for me like I did treatment and then my husband ended our marriage and it was a really shitty horrible time and I was low like I was yeah. really you know but <laughs> in a weird backwards way I was again the word grateful but grateful that not for him ending our marriage no. but the fact that because when you are diagnosed with cancer and you go through that, yeah, it is the first thing you think about when you wake up, and it's the last thing you think about. When well, you whether they'll sleep. stick around? No, 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 just oh. cancer. Oh, when cancer! You, right, sorry, cancer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's the first thing I thought about when I woke up, and it was the last thing I thought about when I went to sleep, and it's so consuming. All consuming. And then he ended our marriage, and I was semi grateful that. I'm not thinking about, about cancer, cancer all the time. Five minutes. Yeah, you got <laughs> in a weird way something to distract you. <laughs> got to find a positive. Yeah, there's a silver lining to yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Now go on. Oh, anyway, and I was just going to say. So then that sort of ended, and I was in a bit of a dark place, and we moved, and whatever. Yeah. And then I had I had this two weeks of not thinking about him all the time and feeling good in myself and like, mm. oh, hey, I might yeah. feel like my old self for yeah, a yeah. second. And then yeah. my mum was diagnosed with breast cancer. No one. Yeah. Oh. So, and then it was just like, I can't even, yeah. Speak. Yeah, it was wild. Like, you know, and our breast cancers are not related. It's just too... Too different. Yep. 
completely different. So just both. Did you have the rarer one or the more common one? Because apparently there's two types. There's one that affects like 80% of people. I was reading about it this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, it could be wrong. But apparently there's two main types and one of them is quite rare. affects like one in five and the other one affects four in five women. I don't. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. Oh, I had I it on my say, computer. Oh, because I don't really know. It. Damn it! I, do you know what's funny is I cut and paste the info, but I cut just under that paragraph. Oh, there's like a bunch of different breast cancers, so I don't oh, really right. know what that statistic is. So. That's unbelievable that you. Yeah, mum, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh yeah, shit, just shit, and unlucky. And so then we were just, you know, it's back in this thing of oh bloody hell, you know. But but distraction from yourself in the sense that you've yeah, at least yeah yeah, oh, and then it was. You know, she kind of went through her stuff and then her husband died. Oh. Yeah. So we just had this, like, Why? thing after thing almost. Yeah. But wow. But I'm still positive. Like, I'm yeah. still positive. Well, I, like, I've only <laughs> known you for an hour. <laughs> and you're super positive. Yeah. Like, I just... Yeah. I just think... Oh, I just think we all just get it could be a worse. short time. Oh. We just get a short time. And I don't want to sit here and be depressed for 12 months of it. Like, no, no thanks. So we talked earlier, right? And mm. I've talked about this briefly on the podcast. I really haven't gone into it a huge amount, a little bit. But we talked earlier about you said to me, um, was I a lawyer or am I or whatever? And I said, yeah, I was. And I still am technically. Like I haven't been disbarred or anything. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yet. So, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'm sure I could do something to <laughs> I, <laughs> I, um, I stopped being a lawyer. And, and probably – so I hated it for uh, the longest, longest time, like mm. hated. And I didn't have the courage to get out of it, mainly because I think um, of my father. I yeah. never had any pressure from him. He wasn't like sitting on the sidelines going, if you don't be a lawyer, you're the worst <laughs> and I hate you, you're a disappointment. But I don't know, I just felt internally this enormous pressure to, to, to keep that. doing it, to yeah. do the degree, finish it and then – keep going as one mm. and rightly or wrong and that's very unfair to put it on him and I, I've never actually said that to him like as a person I've never said this is what I felt yeah. I, even though I did I don't know why yeah I guess because I didn't want him to feel guilty no, about something that was also, me like doing a degree of any sort I think you get a certain way through and it's like well yeah I can't not do this as a career now because I've invested so much time and money oh and I fucking could have let me tell you, <laughs> I was I'm, I'm sure you could have <laughs> but I think like there's a part yeah. of us that goes oh god I've spent so much money or time doing this I should follow it through no not for me no <laughs> okay, I got uh, so I got to the end of second year I hate to burst your bubble I got to the end of second year <laughs> hey you're wrong and you are <laughs> totally wrong um I got to the end of second year and I was like I'm out of this and Ash was like you're not quitting and so we had a few back and forths about whether I'm quitting or not and I'm eternally grateful that I listened to her and stuck it out. But the catalyst for me actually having the nuts to go, I'm out of this, mm. was I had a near-death experience. And yeah, and so um, completely, when I was asking before about gratitude, like completely changed my perspective on what was important in life. Yeah. And it didn't necessarily change my perspective. It just gave me the courage, I think, to go, this is definitely not important i don't need to work 70 more hours this week what i need to do is actually spend time with my child who because we only had one kid at the time yeah and i wish he would have been just born like two weeks or something and i I just remember thinking i fucking hate this like i never get to see her and yeah so you like i'm i think about it now sometimes even when i'm slogging it on the train and it's boring as bat shit and there's 
sweaty, stinky people next to you, you do sometimes think I am grateful for um, – because it could have been a lot worse. Like I could have died. Yeah. I could have drowned and that found me six months later my body floated somewhere onto a beach. But I um, do think about it in that sense that, yeah, it could be worse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense? No, no, totally. Yeah, so I, I think that every day about everything. Like, yeah. you know, I remember so – you know, since my mastectomy, yeah. um, I've had a couple of scares where there's been really? lumps and I've had to go back for biopsies. And sitting sitting in that waiting room, I remember my friend texting me one day and, you know, knew that I was going for this biopsy and that yeah. I was worried. And sitting across from me was a guy in a wheelchair, like no legs from thigh down. Yeah. And this massive gaping hole in his face from Jesus. whatever treatment I am assuming that he was there for. Or tests or whatever, and I just thought I'm not that dude. I'm I'm good. Like yeah. this is scary, and yeah. it could be another cancer. It could be something, but I don't I don't have to deal with that every yeah. day. You know, like I just think there that is totally for me the way that I feel happy and positive is that I just think there's so many people that are worse off, and you know, dealing with it like I said in third world countries or whatever. Like I'm just grateful for where I am and. And how, you know, how it's all happened, even though it's not the most fun I've had. Yeah, you wouldn't choose to go <laughs> through it. choose it. But, and I think also there's a weird part of my brain that thinks, like, you know, I didn't know anybody firsthand. Yeah. Like, and I hope that I'm that person for all my friends and my family. I was going to ask you, do you know anybody who has taken the like since you've been exposed to this, mm. and, and you would have met people along the way, maybe yeah. having similar journeys, maybe not. I don't know. But um, did you ever encounter anyone who had a different outlook than you did that wasn't so positive and wasn't so appreciative for what they have? Totally. Like I'm really? on a few okay. um, like breast cancer Facebook pages yep. and things like that, and there's people that are really negative like really just and i get that yeah, like i think of course i think especially in the beginning like because nobody can give you a definitive answer of why you have breast cancer yeah there's no you don't know what you did and so i think there's a period of crazy definitely yeah. like for me there was definitely this period of well i don't know why i have breast cancer yeah. but i have to change everything now because clearly it's something I was doing wrong and I need to fix it so that I don't get it again. And so you yeah. go mental. Like I bought all – I mean, I still try and be healthy and all of that stuff, but everything was organic, all the chemicals going, all of that stuff. Like you just – it's like every single thing in your life. Is this why? I used to do acrylic nails, like all of that stuff, get spray tans, all of those things, and you go mental. Like I can't do any of that stuff anymore because really? – one of those things Could have is been. the reason why I have breast cancer. But it and need not have been. I, and that's the thing. It's the unanswered, the unanswered that makes you crazy. And I just thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to probably change a few things. Like I do predominantly yeah. try and buy, you know. Health. You're eating fruit and, or vegetables <laughs> right now. I can see that's you. Right, chemical fruit. <laughs> um, no, but even like the products I buy, I do yeah. try and buy things that, are seemingly healthier for you. And yeah. I just toned it down, I suppose. Like I was like, and I love a drink, God, yeah, yeah, love yeah. a wine, you know, all yeah. of that. And 
And I kind of beat myself up, up for a while and was like, oh, I can't drink or do this. And I was like, you know what, you've still got to live. Like, you can't. Well, I think a healthy and happy mind contributes to probably a healthy and happy body. That's it. And But I think, and they do say that stress is definitely a thing yeah. that, that can, um, yeah, cause that stuff or add to it. So... Wine calms me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can, do you want to move the mic a bit closer to you? Oh, I think it's. I? Oh no, just move it to you. It'll it'll come. Is that a fun noise? <laughs> I can't believe they let it sit there for seven weeks. Yeah, that was fucked. That was the my sister actually. So we went to the market this morning and we drove past. Yeah. The doctors that I went to, and she said every time I drove past here. Uh, thank you. I. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> just for their negligence. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. Oh, I would do. No, fuck. And that is like, unbelievable. She said to me, you should sue them. And I'm like, but what do I sue them for? Like, just because she didn't tell me. Look, the, the nexus. Oh, I don't want to say weight, nexus is. The weight was still going to be the same because. So, literally. So, I was. So, she said to me, okay, we're going to get you um, in with somebody at the Royal Brisbane Women's yeah. Hospital. And. I sat on their desk as a piece of paper for weeks and then they came back and said, no, we're not taking her as a patient. I don't why? Know, I don't know why. Oh. I tick the boxes. I don't know what the breast cancer boxes right. are. Right. <laughs> no, I didn't tick them. And so then they had to send me to the PA. Yeah. And, but I still had to, I had to do all my biopsies again and do, like, so it just added time. And then as soon as it was like, yes, definitely, da-da-da, it was like, bam, you've got to do this and bam, you've got to do this. Like, it was so slow and then it was so fast. And wow. Because that was, was – yeah, I was going to ask you that about the speed of how it all progresses because I guess I've never obviously been through it, so I don't yeah. know. But the hard part would be um, establishing like a, a nexus between your cancer being well, significantly it. worse as a result of – Yeah, and how do you – and that's what I said to her as well. Like, even, even – um, what do you get out of it as well? Oh, she's like, you could own a house. I'm like, I don't care about that shit. But but you couldn't. That's the, <laughs> other, the other side is you could spend a fortune in legal fees and oh, not and own a house. It's just not, it's not, yes, I feel like there's part of me that wants to just maybe have her acknowledge that she could have done that Dumb. better or yeah. whatever, but... I'm not about, oh, I want to get some money out of this. I'm not that type no. of person at all. No. So Why? Yeah, I... yeah, no. And and just the – I just said to her when she sort of said that, I was like, I, I couldn't even give you yeah. a timeline now. Like it's such a blur, all of that stuff. Like there's no way that I could prove any of that stuff. Did you keep a diary? Um, No. 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 Nothing that, yeah. No. Really? See, no. I wouldn't either. But now that I – do you know what? I don't know why I thought about a diary because I would never keep a diary. Ash writes a diary. She's a journaler and I wrote um I wrote some things. Like I wrote feelings down, I suppose, and just Yeah. Um, you know, and I've written posts like when I decided oh, I'm gonna tell everybody because if I can help somebody, of course. Yeah. You know, I've written big wordy posts and you know, whatever, but Cathartic? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yep. Why? Can I ask why? Yeah. Um, I just think, oh, well, I hope that what I've written is relatable because 
because people that are reading it know me. It's not like, you know, yeah. you read a thing yeah. that somebody's written that's done breast cancer or been through breast cancer. You don't know them. And so it just feels removed, I yeah. suppose. Whereas if it's somebody you know and you're reading oh, their words, yeah. So I think that's, that's probably why it sort of felt. And I think the responses, like so many, you know, so many beautiful people writing lovely words of encouragement is, yeah. Entirely like an entirely different concept. But like I said to you earlier, that first podcast I did with the mental health guy mm. and all of those random people that wrote in and said, oh, I've experienced this, that and the other and I really appreciated mm. like your frankness or like his frankness or whatever about anything. Yeah. It's amazing. Like you do actually feel like I might have actually helped someone in the smallest way possible but yeah. enormously gratifying. Too. Oh, totally. And the amount of um, girlfriends that have reached out to me saying, oh, I've gone and got my breast checked because of you and, yeah. you know, you've been in my brain and da-da-da. Yeah. And people that have had scares along the way that have asked me a million questions, like, you know, that feels – it feels good even though it's a shit thing, but it yeah. feels good that – Maybe I've prompted somebody to go and do something that they might not have done ordinarily, you know? Like I said to you, in a weird, weird, sort of weird way, I kind of want Ash to listen to this and go, you know uh-huh. what, I will look next time I'm in the shower or I'll yeah. actually pay attention. Because yeah. you know how you said earlier about your ex-husband, like he is, um, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but like nothing, it doesn't hit him until it hits him sort of thing, like... Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's him to a T. Ash is like, so when her dog, this is different, but when her dog (laughs) passed, and we had Cyrus for 15 years, so he was an older dog. Yeah. But when he was dying, I was so emotional, and I didn't have him for that whole time. I had him for about five or six of it. Yeah. And, like, I couldn't contain it. I would cry every time I'd see him, and I knew he was on the way out, Mm. and um, nothing from her, nothing. Not a tear, nothing. And then the minute they went to put him down... It hit her like a ton of bricks watching yeah. it happen and then she finally just like the floodgates opened and it really actually affected her. Whereas yeah. for me, the whole week leading up to we knew we were going to put him down, I was like, <laughs> oh gosh. I can't help it. Yeah. I, I just couldn't because I was thinking about him all the time. So yeah. yeah, in that sense what you're saying, I, I do, that's kind of one of the things I wanted was her and people like her to listen to it and to go. To listen, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I don't know, like the couple of friends that have sort of questioned if they'll go to the doctors or not, I've, you know, I've said to them, just do it. Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah, time out of your day, but at the end of the day, if you go and you, you know, and, and I've also said to them the same as what you were saying earlier, um, if you're not happy with what they say, yeah. It's not the only person and no. they're a human and they make mistakes. So go yeah. to somebody else. Definitely go and, you know, keep going until you are happy with yeah. the response. Like, It's yeah. 30 minutes out of your day. Yeah. So. Just, I read today it was 10 minutes it. for the actual <laughs> procedure but 30 minutes in total by the time they get the scans like checked yeah. and whatever else. So like it's not as if it is an onerous sort of... I know it probably hurts. I've heard yeah, it's it not hurts. the best fun. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> but, like, I mean, the the flip side of it is you could avoid something that's even less fun, potentially. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah, the flip side is not yeah. fun. I can, I'll, I'll vouch for that. So can I ask, if we go back to um, you, the seven-week wait, mm. 
And so then you find out what happens after that, like in terms of the actual process. So like how fast yeah. does it move and then what actually happens? Like Yeah, so um, yeah, so once I was allowed to yeah. be a patient at the PA, yeah, right. um, you get in and you have a million appointments. Like they yeah, – yeah a million. And so then – um, spoke to an oncologist and then the breast care nurse, the McGrath Foundation. McGrath? McGrath. Yeah, McGrath. I say that. That's what uh, I, got me on breast cancer. I wrote it down. It was Glenn McGrath's wife. Yeah, yeah. So they have, yeah, the foundation. So you meet that lady yeah. as well. And they're, they're amazing. They do such a good job. Like, uh, anyway, so you, yeah, you do all that and they kind of just go through with you. So originally I went in and so it was the milk duct and two other spots. Yeah. And so. It's not actually a word, but they call it a lumpectomy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they were going to just take the three out. So I had that surgery and then they got in there and it was like more spread than they thought. So right. then, yeah, that surgery happened and then, you know, you wake up, you have a chat, the doctor comes and sees you and yeah. then he was like, okay, so you're going to have to actually, like the full boob's going to have to go. You, we can't save it. And I was like, okay. Um, yeah, so did that and I Any was... Any option or it's it's got to come? No, yeah, no, 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 no option. I mean, you can say no, sure. Of course, but, but yeah, I, I meant... In, uh, I, sorry, I didn't mean <laughs> in the, like the stubborn, no, you're not taking it. I yeah. meant like, was there an option like... No. We could see if treatment... No. Okay. No. And I, I'm sure there's cases that... Yeah. That outcome is, is a possible. possibility, but yeah, not for me. Um, yeah, so then... They were like, okay, so we'll get you back. And you know what? They fucked with my uh, Melbourne Cup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the most disorganised person on the planet. <laughs> and this one year I have my Melbourne Cup outfit ready. Yeah. I was so organised. And then <laughs> and then they go, oh, we have to do your surgery on. I think it was like the sixth and maybe Melbourne Cup was the seventh or something. Yeah. But I was like, the fuck? <laughs> One year I'm organised for this shit and yeah. now I can't. <laughs> I've been dieting, I look unreal. Yeah, yeah literally. Then, anyway, so fuck. then, anyway, and so then, yeah, had to have surgery. Um, yeah, woke up. And then I think the next day was Melbourne Cup and the girls came in and I think they snuck in booze for Something. me. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends are top shelf. Yeah, they're the best. How long did it take? <clears throat> How long was it from delivery of that news to operation? Oh, I think maybe a week. Oh, really? So yeah. it's quick? Yeah, quick. Yep. Tough week? Um, I think, again, like I said earlier... But still, you didn't believe you had... Yeah, I thought somebody was just going to call me and go, no, we fucked up. Oh. You're, you're good. This isn't happening. Really? Even after a surgery. Really? But yeah, yeah. Wow. It took me a real minute to, like, go, this is actually happening. I, I've got yeah. to be honest. If someone was saying to me, we're going to snip him, mate... I would be fucking peaking all week. I'd be... Ev- yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be love them <laughs> chopping a boob off. Like. I know, I know, I know. I don't mean, <laughs> No, sorry, but like when you're saying um, you almost didn't believe it, I was... Yeah, uh, it really took me... Uh, it just took me like a minute to go, okay, no, you've actually got cancer. Like this is a real thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a tough week, but mm. yeah. Not okay. my favourite. Not my favourite week? No. No. But having said that, like, you know, those surgeries, yeah, I don't know, like, none of that stuff, you know, I've said to you I've got my reconstruction 
next week or this week, whatever we say. Uh, Actually, yeah, I didn't know that. Friday. Oh. Yeah. Lefties. Oh, really? Lefties coming back. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Mm. I thought you might have had something else. Like, no. I wasn't no. sure what it was. I was oh, right. But I didn't want to ask. No. It's not my business. I was like, oh. Hi, we're talking about yeah. everything and anything. You <laughs> sorry, can't ask sorry. me what my okay. surgery okay. is. Sorry, yeah, so sorry. Friday is my reconstruction. Oh, wow. Yeah. How exciting. Oh, yep. Really? I'm trying. <laughs> Why? Why not excited? I mean, we're opening a new restaurant. And okay, I get that. And and just... But that's all peripheral, though. 10 hours on the table and it's... Is it really? Five nights in hospital, yeah. Really? Yeah. So even after a mastectomy, I was there for two, maybe three nights and I went home. So, okay, without being a numpty, and I am, okay, just, I get it. Just say the but word. But is it like... It's obviously a lot more complicated than just getting an implant and... Oh, so I am not doing implants because I feel, for me anyway, I don't bag anybody that does that, but I don't think they're healthy for your body. So that's not a thing that I would... Hey, Sharon. (laughs) Just a caveat there. (laughs) As the guy talking about (laughs) me. Damn it. So that's not an avenue that I, you know, want to go down. But um, so my surgery is... Do you want me to tell you? It's oh, yeah. Chopping off my stomach. Really? And they keep a blood vessel attached and they make a boob and then they attach it and then they do something with the whatever they're doing. And then they suck some fat and they sculpt them to be a similar size. They chop around your belly button. They pull all that skin down. You know, it's, really? it's pretty major. And so my plastic surgeon... So no wonder you're on for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my plastic surgeon said to me, because he's... I th- he might even be younger than me, but he's youngish, and he said old school surgeons will always take an ab muscle or half an ab muscle to um, build like. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I don't have any to give, so I thought oh, I'd help you a bit. <laughs> you got nothing. It's like yeah. the um, oh, the words slipped my brain. Anyway, but it's to help with the adductor. No, no that's your groin. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, no, it's... Oh, Where is it? it? In here? Just an ab muscle. Like, they take half an ab muscle. Oh, right. So, older surgeons will do that automatically. They don't bother kind of checking. But yeah. newer surgeons will just... If they can manage, just take skin fat and do it. Yep. So, he just said, we'll wait till we get in there. So, potentially, they might have to, like, chop... Half an ab. ab muscle oh. and use that for a little bit of um, structure. Yeah, structure. Scaffolding. So I, I don't know what we call it. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Wow. That's anyway, amazing. so that, yeah, that's happening. And um, and so then also, I don't know if you know anything. So this, no. can you see that lump there? Oh, yeah. Th- that's it a port- looks like a scar. Oh, there's a scar, yeah. but then there's also a hard lump. That's a portocath. Oh, is that you the thing where that? you, like, instead of getting injections all the time, you can just, like, plug it in and it yeah, injects? Yeah, so it's, like, a hard thing and it's got a soft bit in the middle where they can, like, put the ah. needle through and then there's a tube and it goes into your heart. Right. So that's where you get your chemo, that's where you get all your everything. So it, it's connected, like, yeah. properly wide in. Yeah. So I have to go and have that flushed every six weeks. Oh. To make that sure hurt? that it doesn't, no. I mean, it's a needle in, but it's not. Compared to doing, like, a... Um, cannula or any of that stuff no it's what's a cannula just like something that goes in your vein and you know like it's like the thicker one that goes oh, in when yeah. they like do yeah. your whatever hospital yeah. stuff yeah i don't go often so yeah no no yeah. but like, so portacath amazing but okay. you have to have it flushed every six weeks is that a permanent 
No, so he'll take that out also oh, when he does the yeah surgery. Oh, are you so, happy about that? Yeah, because that scar's super stretched because my youngest was maybe three or four right. and just climbed on me and so stretched out my skin when that was all healing up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's going to fix that scar as well. Really? So, yeah, wow. so it's pretty major. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm nervous. Positive though. It's good. Oh, good, good, really yeah, good. Yeah, but I'm a bit I'm a bit scared because it's a big surgery and like people die in surgery. Yeah, they do. But you've been through – I'm not being flippant, but you've been through worse. Yeah. And this is surgery with a really positive – Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. Definitely. I'm not being flippant, sorry. No, no, no. You're not, no, no, no. the guy who's been through nothing. No. Um, yeah. Jeff, you've had Jeff. Yeah, I've had <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. No, I'll, he's not and with little, us. And Little Red. Yeah, Little Red. He's – I'm telling you, I was really genuinely shocked about Little Red. Because I just couldn't work it out how they get there. Yeah. Because I'm not out in the sun often. If you no. can't tell, listen. But don't they know. say is it is it Bob Marley that died of carcinoma because uh, on his feet? On his feet? Yeah. Oh, did he? <laughs> I'm Something not laughing like about that. Bob I don't know about it. That's wow. just what I've heard. I yeah. Don't right. Know. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Can I? Uh, what's it like? Um, like, what's the impact like on children? Like, for mm. are you able to? Yeah. Is that <laughs> no? Because that's yeah. I think. Um, Again, so the the mindset I suppose for me at the beginning was I'm not telling anybody, yeah, and life is just going to be normal. Plug on, yeah, and mm-hmm. I didn't, I definitely didn't want it to impact my children, and so I pretty much soldiered on, yeah. Even when it was shit, I still, you know, tried to keep it all together and yeah. running, and I think, I think probably to my detriment really? a little bit. Like, really? Well, because I just acted like everything was fine when it wasn't. Yeah. To everybody. And I think probably that's part of the stuff with my husband is that yeah. I didn't really say I needed him or reach out and say I, n- I need you more than what you're giving. And You need him more than he's giving. Yeah. Right, like, like he just kind of buried his head in the sand and was – I think his brain and I think his brain was like the one thing that I can control is I go to work and I earn the money and that will keep us afloat. Yeah. And um and he yeah, I don't know. Like he went to a couple of appointments with me, maybe three over the eighteen months. Yeah. Wow. And I think so my first surgery he came to. Right. And then my mastectomy um, coincided with his first day at a new job. And yeah, like the mastectomy or the the lumpectomy, you know, you go with the person, you're in the waiting room and then they go. Yeah, so you're not actually... And there's actually nothing you can really do. So I wasn't precious about that stuff. Yeah. I didn't need him to be sitting around pacing in a waiting room for me. And so when the first day of the new job happened... And I had this, like, my best friend and my girlfriend oh, – my sister came, sorry. And that was fine. And I even them, I said, you guys don't need to wait. Like, I don't need mm. anybody waiting in a waiting room for me. That's not – Yeah. It's not – It's not helpful. It's not it's helpful. It's not useful. Like, anyway, so they, they hung out. Yeah. And so he didn't come to that. But I think that kind of set me up for him not coming to anything. He came to one chemo. Set you up in your mind or his – I think his mind. Really? Yeah, I think because well, you I seemed on top of everything and I never asked him to come to anything. So I think he just thought she's she okay. She doesn't need it. She's fine. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. And 
Yeah, so I came, came to that first surgery, came to an oncologist appointment, came to one chemo. And then the – this is going to sound so shit and I don't want anybody to hate his guts, <laughs> but the thing that hurt me the most, I think, was, um, you know, would always say to me, can't come to that, got to work. And then one day decided that he would have a day off to go to the ashes. Right. And – I'm not laughing. No. Wow. But then busted out the cancer card so that he could go to the ashes. Oh, to his boss? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can't even look at you. I'm nervous hearing about it. Yeah. And that was just. Wow. I don't even think that he gets now how hurtful that was. Like, you can't actually say to your boss, hey, I've got to go with my wife to a cancer appointment and do that. But you can do it to go to the cricket. Wow. So. Wow, that is amazing. Not great. Wow, no. Not, Am I meant to say this? Do you want me to sugarcoat uh, No, no, don't really sugarcoat. No, no, because, look, I mean, that's the, as I said to you earlier, mate of mine who is struggling with, he's not even struggling. I think he's actually, he doesn't care. Mm. Which is the, the, as I said to you, that was, I think, the most confronting part for me. Mm. When I said, what are you doing about it? He goes, I'm nothing. I'm good. And mm. I was like, what do you mean you're not? And I, okay, so it's none of my business, but like, I mean, how anybody's marriage is, but clearly I don't think theirs was, theirs is good. Mm, like, yeah. even if you don't love your partner anymore, yeah. like, crush all you care about. Your kid. <laughs> yeah, you created humans, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, it just doesn't, he's like, whatever, here's what it is, I don't care. And I, I was blown away. And mm. that's why I kind of laughed. I, I, I sort of didn't know what to do. But do you think, okay, so for me, like yeah. I've obviously had a bunch of time to think about this yeah, and, yeah. and men and how they deal Ooh. and cope with stuff. Yeah, hit me with it. Well, I'm I not just a real guy, but anyway, go. <laughs> no, go, go. no, you're basically me. But, um, <laughs> do you know, Ash is the guy in our relationship <laughs> yeah. and I'm the girl. Yeah, go, yeah. On, go, go, go. But I feel like, I actually feel sorry for men. Why? Because I think from this high, you're told it's drilled into you don't cry you're you're a big boy you're a tough boy you're not meant to cry you're not meant to be in touch with any of that shit and then something oh and then you get to be an adult yeah and then women want you to share your shit with them (laughs) and you can't do it because you've never been taught how to do that sure and everybody said don't cry so fuck don't be in touch with any feelings whatsoever possibly and women want that out of you and I think when it comes to emotional stuff, I don't think you're equipped, really. Like, I, I think there's definitely humans that are. Definitely. And some men that are, and I think you might Maybe. be the we'll exception see. to the rule. <laughs> I but know. I think yeah. the majority of men are really have that drummed into them. You're not supposed to be emotional. You're not supposed to share. You're not supposed to care, almost. Yeah, that's fair. And so, and then something fucking wildly emotional, traumatic happens, and now you're supposed to be yeah. the person and yeah. deal with that. And it's just such a contradiction. So it's a long period of why being wired in a certain way to then ask them to change. Yeah. But uh, okay, so candidly I, I was emotional like so I was writing questions out this morning. Just things that I because I had things I wanted to ask you and I was like, oh I'll forget them. I'll I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I get nervous and I forget shit. That's yeah. why I write notes. Yeah. Um 
actually, I was the same. I was like, oh, am I going to be too nervous and I'm not going to actually say what I oh, no, want to no. say? But <laughs> clearly no. no so <laughs> I had um, I, I always send a show outline to people and it's just a list um, of questions that I have and – I don't know why I didn't send one to you. I forgot. Maybe. Oh, because we were all, work. all over. I the, didn't yeah. even send you that message. So <laughs> okay, it's yeah. Fine. So, so I usually do, and I had one guest say to me, "Mate, like, um, it's really like we had a real, what well, we had a conversation like we are. It was just a chat yeah. over a drink, and he was like, dude, 'Dude, you've got to work on your show notes because it's like I feel like I'm being interviewed by C, by CNN or something. Like you're really formal in your notes.' And I was like, oh. oh, well, it's maybe just who I am. But when I was doing, that's a weird thing. Anyway. I don't find you like that at all, oh, just really? FYI. Oh, cool, thanks. Um, so <laughs> when I was doing my notes this morning, I don't know what it was. I wasn't emotional at all. I was reading through some stuff on that Project Pink stuff and I was just thinking about questions that I had for you that I'd, uh, it was would interest me. Yeah. And then a song came on and it got me. Oh, my and God, you are me. <laughs> it, oh, yeah, a song got me. And so when I was writing and, and, and then listening to this song, I was like, fuck. But to your point about being hardwired a certain way, mm. I do think you can choose to be who you want. I think you can force yourself to be more emotive if you want to or you think that was the reason for your husband at the times? Oh, I, yeah, I think he, you know, he controlled the bits that he could and then the rest I think he just put his head in the sand and didn't want to deal. And, I mean, since we split up, he's tried to get back together. He, oh, really? Like, yeah, he was like, I made a mistake and... I'm sorry, and da da da, and I was like, "Yep, uh, I like that you've had that realization, but I don't think for me that he could then be my—he was my everything. Like I thought I was done really? with him. Like, yep, perfect. Wow, loved him yeah. like crazy, yeah. and yeah, and then I think once that tap's turned off, yeah, I was just like, I can't. Like, if he'd said that to me two months prior, I would have been back in, like, really? anything. Yeah, because you were. Uh, I just missed him. I was devastated. Do you and think that's scary in a way? That uh, you could almost convince yourself to... Yeah, I given think... Given how you feel now, maybe? I think... Yeah, definitely, because... Uh, I mean... Okay, so so let's yeah. go hypothetical. If he'd yeah. said it to me two months prior and I was all good and we got back together... I know myself well enough that I don't think that I would ever have felt safe or comfortable and I think also I know myself well enough that I, if I have a few drinks, I'll bring up an issue. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and I think that would probably be an issue that I would have brought up. Remember that time you left me? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Remember that time I had cancer <laughs> and you fucked off? Yeah, yeah. That would probably be a reoccurring thing. So, um, yeah, right. And, and so that was part of my motivation of not going, no, yes, let's get back together because I don't think I could I, – I forgive him. I forgive him, but I don't understand it because that's not how I'm wired. Yeah, that's if, what if I... He, if he had cancer now, I would be there every day for him, even though we're not a couple. No, but you know? that doesn't... If anything ever happened between Ash and I, say I cheated or she cheated or mm. I don't... What, I, I don't know, whatever happened... Whatever the thing is. Yeah. I still think if anything like that happened to her, you can't not care about someone that you've cared about for so long. Yeah. Like we've been married 12, 13 years, just gone. Like yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. Or a week. Yeah, a week ago. You better know no, that. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I knew. I love you, Ash. Yeah, yeah, Ash, you're the best. Oh, she won't listen to it, so. <laughs> Damn it. I, I bought her a new car recently. We're, oh, we're good, good we're, job good, you. we're good, we're good, we're oh. good. Um, 
Yeah, I, I reckon no matter what. I, I don't yeah. think even if she did cheat, I don't think I would ever be at the point where I would go, and not even because she's the mother of my kids. Mm. I, I think it's just, I don't know, I love, I've loved you for so long that, like, I mean, yeah, you've made a decision, you've moved on or whatever, yeah. but still also you're a human being and I care about it. Yeah, I don't know, like... When it comes to him, uh, I feel like this is going to be such a bad session. And I don't want no, no, to no, be no. Don't, that. No, 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 don't. We'll move on. <laughs> no, but I mean, throughout treatment. Yeah. Okay, so he's a guy that does not love housework. Oh, right. So no housework around. And that's fine. Yeah. Like you're allowed to not love housework, but it's still a thing that has to happen 100%. day to day. Yes, you're the one that goes out and earns the money, all of those things. That's fine. That's all fine. Like, if it's a normal thing and nobody's got cancer, yeah, cool, that's all right. But through my treatment, no extra dishes, no extra anything. Like his family came from England to stay with us to help. And I am – and literally the chemo that I did, I did two different types. The first one was – they call it the red devil. Really? Like it's fucked. And you have no energy. You cannot do anything. You want to vomit. It's horrible. And his family are coming from England and I'm house proud. If somebody's coming, I want to vacuum and clean and do yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And I said to him, I don't have the energy to do this. And he's like, don't worry about it. They'll be fine. No, this is important to me and that's how I would have all guests come to my home. Yeah. And him knowing that still didn't make the effort and I would vacuum for two minutes and have to sit for five because... Oh. There is nothing in the tank, like nothing. But I'm not going to have these people come into my home and it be a without shitty. the floor being fucking vacuumed. So, and so for me, I think there's, there's a golf in caring there. Well, and there's a lot of self self worth stuff that's kind of coming. Like, am I not important enough, enough to you to, to do something that you don't want to do? Yeah. But it's important to me. But isn't that what a marriage is? Like, candidly? Every fucking day. Every single day. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I don't love camping. This is a very different example. <laughs> I don't love camping, but I used to do it with my husband oh. all the fucking time. We just went fucking where it's flooding <laughs> down. And said, oh, yeah. so it got 95 mils. Now, I don't love it. It wouldn't be my first choice. Are you a hotel person? Yeah, I probably am. Yeah, I could probably... Like, Ash, if you're listening, I love camping. It's the best. But... Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Mm. If it matters, it's not about whether you like it. Yeah. It's about whether your partner likes yeah. it. And if you're not willing to make the effort, then... Yeah, so uh, I went through a bunch of that. and Any and self-awareness on his part about that? Look, not at the time. He was but just He just wanted to get out. Like, he was done. We can't be together because we're fighting too much and... My points clearly weren't being heard and all of yeah. that. And it was not a fun time. Like, I don't no, no. begrudge him the split at all. Yeah. I understand why. But there were things that could have been done, you Definitely. know, to maybe make it work or whatever. Anyway, and so then um, – and I don't, I don't know if it's uh, – I don't know if it is a result of, but the timing, he wanted to get back together. And yeah. the timing of that was once I went back to flying, went back to being cabin crew. All right. And that's when he kind of expressed that he'd made a mistake and we should get back together. And so for me, that felt like everything seemed sort of, you know, in air quotes, normal again. So, oh, we could potentially be a thing. And yeah. 
to me, I was wow. kind of like, oh, so you wanted to step out while it was hard and uh, now you want to step back in? Well, I don't easy. know. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if that was the thought behind it, but that's no. what it felt like. It, it, timing, though. Like yeah. You mean it's only natural yeah. you can see. And wow, timing, like don't leave your wife before her last treatment. Maybe wait. Maybe wait till she's done one more treatment and then end it, you know, perhaps. Or don't end it at all. <laughs> like, actually just work on it. Like, uh, look, yeah. I mean, I'm not... No, no and you don't know end. the guy and I get that. No, I don't, just, but, like, also... Yeah. But, look, I mean, he's a good dad. He's a decent yeah. human. All of those things. I yeah. just think... Notwithstanding. Yeah, I think he's a bit weak. That's Tough. how I see it. It's tough. Like, and that was one of the things I actually wanted to talk to you about. It was not specifically marriage, but just family and friends, and mm. how you found their responses and how they dealt with it. Like, um, yeah, because it could be. Oh, okay, so can I tell you? Talk the guy who I interviewed, Chris, for the first episode. Mm. He talked about his suicide attempts, and yep. he's quite open about them. And a lot of people, he said, are friendly to his face and supportive mm. and comforting. Mm. But when the rubber hits the road, they're not really there for him. And yeah. he said, because they don't know how to actually provide support. And that was one of the things I was going to ask you. No, I love that. Okay. So, okay, so in the beginning, so Peter. Peter yeah. is my person. Yeah. She's my everything. Yeah. I adore her. And um, she, so we talked about it. And, you know, it, it is it is a thing. Like something like this happens in your life and people say to you, yeah, you need anything, just yell out, I'll help out, whatever yeah. you need. Uh, first of all, I'm a mum and I have to ask for help. I'm a working mum, so I have to ask for help yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah. And I don't I don't really want to go through this and have to then also ask people to do stuff. And so anyway, I said that to Pete. Oh, I was just like, oh, I just I don't feel like I want to ask people to help me. Like it feels you know, people say, yes, I'll do this, I'll do that. Anyway, so she, being the amazing human she is, she found this um, app and it was called something. I can't remember. I'll have to find it on my phone. I'll, find it. It I'll my link phone. it in the show. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this app and, and basically it's like an organisational thing. So if I put in an appointment or I need kids picking up, or I need this. So I would put it all in. All of the people that were on the app they are aware of it. Tasks to yes, and so the cool. task is assigned to that person. So yeah. I don't have to actually say, hey, can you help me do this? Then to have that person be like, oh, fuck, I need to say no, but I yeah. don't want to say no to her, yeah. and that awkwardness. Yeah. People that can do the thing because it works out for them can assign themselves the task. And that's cool. It was amazing. Yeah. So there was lots of that in the beginning. Yeah. Um, because I did need a bunch of help. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that helped me. Yeah. Because it, it is like everybody does say to you, whatever you need, I'll be there. I'll do whatever you need. But asking for help is the worst. Like nobody likes it in a good situation, regardless, you know. Why do you think that is though? Because, like, okay, you I think it's a social thing. I think it's a social thing. I think there is this almost expectation that everybody can cope. Like, you, you know that that whole thing of I'm so busy. Like everybody's yeah. so obsessed with oh god, I'm so busy all the time, and that that somehow 
equates to achievement or something. Oh, There's something in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. having to say the words that you need help and you need like somebody to do this or do that, it's it's almost a failure. Sign of weakness. Somewhere, like yes. Are and you like that across the board or is it only with certain things? Oh, I'm completely – I feel like because – okay, so I've got four kids. Yeah. To three different people. And really? I've been a single mum, yeah. you know, for yeah, some yeah. chunks of time. So – Yeah. And there's not been a great deal of support yeah. from partners really? throughout okay. the time. One, Scott, amazing. He's been great yeah. and he's a good guy and yeah. adore him. He was my high school boyfriend and we've got a daughter who's actually – yeah. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. No, she's good. She's 13. She's fine. Okay. She knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, and he's a great guy. And, yeah. you know, so I have that with him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's been chunks of time in my life. And my parents don't live close by. I don't have that family support. But I do have my brother and my sister who are both freaking amazing. And yeah. I, I say about my cancer treatment, I – so the two of them, Diamond and Sky. Diamond is my brother. Yeah. Uh, and – that's good, and then um, my girlfriend Pete. Uh, you know, without them, really. I mean, I know you get through stuff. Everybody yeah. gets through stuff, but they made, made my life. Yeah, my brother just. Yeah, he actually ended up being made redundant at the same time, really? which worked perfectly. So he, could care for he was around. He made me juice, fresh juices, and brought cool. them around all the time. Like, yeah. So how good. Love, adore. Yeah. Yep. Did you grow apart from anyone in that period of time? Uh, Don't have to mention names. No, no, I wouldn't mention names. But there's a few friends that, you know, you get the diagnosis and then they're all, oh, my God, babe. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then you don't hear from them. And, you know, a girlfriend in particular, and again, won't mention names, but... um, yeah, we used to hang out all the time and then that happened and then we didn't hang out anymore and then I saw her once I kind of was up to getting out and about again. I went to her friend's birthday yeah, and she was there and she was drunk, admittedly, but she just cried. She was like, I wasn't there for you. I didn't support you. I haven't been a good friend. And I just said to her, dude, like, I don't I don't have an expectation of anybody. Yeah. Like, I don't think that about you. I'm not sitting there going... You haven't Shit supported. Person. I yeah. don't think that. That's not. It's a lot of weight to carry that f- for them, though. For them, so I let her off the hook yeah. because I don't have that expectation. The people that have stepped up have stepped up, and I appreciate it more than anything. But I didn't expect it of them either. Yeah, right. It's interesting that you're talking about the asking for help because I think in certain aspects of my life, I would ask for help every single day of the week. When it comes to like physical stuff, like <laughs> I don't want to say real man stuff, but like <laughs> like doing some fencing or something, like I would be happy to ask for help. I, no, I and I think that that's like, yeah, I think that's like a, normal. Like I can't do plumbing in our house or something, or like if our water broke, I'd be like, I got like our water mains need to be turned are off. Are you like, seriously comparing like plumbing to cancer? No, right no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that. Like, <laughs> damn it, I'll stop digging. <laughs> just, oh, no. I needed some help with some plumbing. Yeah, oh, no. okay. No, no, I'm, I'm, what I mean is, I, I think for me, help is in two categories. I, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, if it's help that like, um, 
help of a mental sort of intellectual or cognitive nature, I will never ask a soul in a million years. Not even close. See, and that's a man thing. That is totally that whole thing that I'm talking about. You you can't cry. That is oh, no, drummed I into you. Mine is about, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe from a young age, uh, being academic or intellectual is highly valued, especially in our family. Completely. So, because my brother's a lawyer. And so, like, there's a lot of us in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> What a fun bunch we are. And um, <laughs> so for me, anything of that nature, like if my wife, for example, if she had, when we were in that religion, you have to give like public talks and stuff. So you'd have to give a talk, you'd read a passage of the Bible and you would have to then craft a talk of five minutes on that short passage of like 30 seconds and you'd have to give an explanation of what God intends in that period, like in that passage and she would cry and cry and cry and just beg for help, I'd like beg me to write her talk for her. And so I'd be like, yeah, no worries, and I'd bash that out. But I would never in a million years ask her help on that. Never, ever, ever. Because if I couldn't work it out... But do you feel like... So she asked you for help and you were completely competent to do it. Do you feel like you didn't struggle with it so you didn't need to ask for help? Yeah, I think, but I think anything of that nature where it's almost academic or intellectual, yeah, I think it's been drummed into me. You don't, you work it out yourself, right? Whereas, like for her, like I, our water mains were playing up. Oh, this is a real example. I know it's not cancer. No, I know, no, no, I know. I'm joking. But um, <laughs> we, uh, our tap burst downstairs, and Ash was like, "Can you go turn the water mains off up the front?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, where is that? I don't know what that is." And I, she's like. Grab, um, I don't even know what the tool's called, but she said grab it, your tool, and grab it and then go do it. And I was like, oh, I can't fucking do that. I don't, I've got nothing. I'm and so, calling a person. Yeah, exactly. I called her dad and I was like, Glennie, can you come around and help us? Because I've got nothing. So that's why I was asking was, is there some, are there some things that are off, off limits in terms of asking for help as opposed to others? Um, or is it across the board? I'm just not. Uh, I mean, me, not that type of person. me personally, I'm yeah, not. Right. Good, I'm not good at. It. I mean, I have to do it. I've had to do it, and it, it never sits well. I never feel really? good about it, yeah, and right. yeah, it's not. I don't know. Not something you love. No, I don't love it. I don't love it at all. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, no. So friends and family were quite good for you. No, good, amazing. I've very had, good. Yeah. Yep. If you actually one question I had for you was I'm conscious of time. I won't. I'm sorry it's to fine. keep you. Um, were there any, like, positives or light sides to what you went through? Can I – the reason I ask? Yeah. Have you looked at some of the other stories on that Project Pink page? Yeah. Have you seen the one about the Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Arnie one? No. Oh, so there's one where she writes and she said, I called – I went in, got a tu- uh, benign sort of cyst or tumour checked. Mm. and uh, Sorry, and it came back as benign when they checked it. And – she said she called it Arnie because of that kindergarten cop movie where he goes, oh, it's not it's a tumour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, that's quite funny. Like, yeah. in retrospect, that is quite funny. Yeah. And then it made me actually think, I wonder if there are any aspects of it at all that you, whether at the time or in hindsight, you look back and... Oh, like, I'm all up for humour, like, yeah. through the whole way. And, you know, people say, oh, you know, they worry when they know you've had a mastectomy and it's... Yeah. I'm like, it's fine, it's my left boob my least favourite, so it's okay. <laughs> you know, like I'll make jokes to no end because 
for gear. Because people don't know how to deal with it. So, I and I would rather laugh and, you know, yeah. deal with it in a fun way over doom and gloom. I'm not a doom and gloom person. Like, just not a thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. Our humour makes the world go around. Totally. <laughs> totally. Like, I think it's the only way to yeah. deal with stuff, you know. You could be in a heap and crying every day about yeah. a lot of things, but are you... There's no... Sound like I started crying there. Yeah, wow. Calm it down, <laughs> <Sorry>. mate. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, there's not a lot of benefit to sitting and moping if... No. Why? And I get that people feel like they can't do anything else but that. But, you know, like I said earlier, it's short. This, this life we have is short. That's actually what I was going to ask you. Did it change your demeanour? <laughs> Like or your outlook on life? Completely. And that's a positive for sure for me. Like, How so? Uh, what changed demeanour-wise? You know, like I think when we split up I was angry. Really? And pissed off that, you know, okay, and this is going to sound shit, but <laughs> um, so I had three kids yeah. when, before I met my husband. Yeah. And I was done, well and truly done, didn't yeah. want any more kids. And then I met him and he had no kids. And, and he wanted a kid? wanted a kid and he said to me you know he was happy that we'd met and fine if I didn't want to have any children he didn't really think kids were on the cards for him and so I was like I love you of course you know of course I want you to have that experience so let's you know do that so we did and we had you know my fourth child and um I don't remember the question. Oh, did it change your demeanour? <laughs> like your... That's so bad. Your outlook. Sorry. <laughs> what an interesting discussion. If I could go to sleep, I would. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no, I was asking about your demeanour. Did it change your sort of your outlook or your demeanour? Oh, I can't even remember what the relevance was of what I was saying now. That's so oh, bad. You were talking about how you had <laughs> your kid and he, he wanted a kid. I don't get the relevance. I understand the question. I just don't know where I was going. going? (laughs) There was a point. It'll come to you. Oh, gosh. Old age? Should I say that? Why not? I thought I'd just have a little. (laughs) Why not? I need to get one D today. I need to remember that, though. There was a point. We'll edit all of this silence. Yeah, out. please. Yeah, yeah. All of that whole last actually, five minutes. Thanks. <laughs> just out of interest. Out of you actually have a good voice for this. Do I? Yeah, re- legit. Wow. I, legit. If I show Ash, she'll be like, "That's a good voice for it." <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. No, because I, I wondered whether or not something like that would change. Reason I asked that is because we knew a guy who was quite a happy sort of fella, and he had a stroke. Oh, I remember now. Okay. <laughs> um. And we'll jump back in. in the- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, so my point to that was that, yeah. um, you know, I thought that that was my forever. Like I yeah. made that, oh, he was away working in the mines. It was like, you know, there was a, you know, there was a few years of shit and hard work and, you know, you have a baby and it's not the easiest time. And anyway, and so, and of course you love your children and I don't regret yeah. any children, but... Um, you know, I'd made all this sacrifice and so I think once he ended it, I I was angry. Like I was really angry for a long time and I was just like, this is not good. Like this way of thinking is not good and 
I needed to do something to change that. And so, uh, like we talked about gratitude earlier, it was just a, a process for me to kind of turn it all around and and so your question about um did it change anything or I think yes there was definitely an angry patch and I felt really low and really devastated by the split but in like in reality and and now the outcome is I'm way happier like I'm way happier than when we were together really yeah I just see every day as a blessing, and I don't use that word lightly. No, no, no. Um, but I do. I just see every day as a positive. I feel happy to wake up every day, you know, because, hey, I got an extra day. Yeah. Um, and so it's really forced me to definitely be grateful. And, yeah, and I don't know if everybody comes out of something like that in the same way, but it's no. what I chose and it's what I continue to choose and it's definitely a choice. Is it? Do you... It's a choice. Do like, you think you could easily slip into? Oh, and I definitely was in like. Nelly? Oh, I was for sure. I was. Why me? Why this? Why that? Like poor, I would be like that. Poor for a me bit. for a long time. Oh, really? See, so why was me for a bit? Well, I think, and it, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier in terms of why you get cancer. Like, yeah. you know, there's people in my life that are so fucking unhealthy and, like, way more unhealthy than me have taken a dick load of drugs mm-hmm. and, you know, not treated their bodies well. They don't have cancer. Oh. So it is – there is a moment of that. There is a moment of, so why me? What what did I do wrong exactly? Like, are you religious at all? I <laughs> – <laughs> I – I – don't believe in God. Right. Like, I just don't. I think... As in God is in, like, the one sort of God of the Bible, Quran, whatever, or you don't believe in, like, a creative force or something out there? I don't I don't know exactly. That's deep. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I like the question. I, I think... Um, okay, so a thing that leads me to sort of think about this is... Um, I've got a bunch of sisters, but one of my sisters had a baby recently. It's only yeah. he is only he might be two months old. Oh, congrats. Yeah, so that's good. their third baby. Yeah. And he was born, they took him home. They were home for one day and then his breathing went to shit and they didn't know what to do, so they took him back to hospital, Sunshine Coast. And he then just went downhill. They didn't really know what to do. They had to ambulance him to Brisbane. So it turns out that he has a rare, um, a rare liver. I think it's a liver condition, and so can't process protein. So once they're born, so once they're inside, when they're inside, it's fine. But once they're outside and they start having breast milk, obviously there's a lot of protein. Um, and it, like the first couple of days, looked like he wouldn't make it and he would die. He's fine. He's here now. He's still going to need a liver transplant and he's a sick baby. Like it's not a good situation. But I think in those days where it looked like he probably was going to go and Mm. to me, I just think, you know, everybody says, oh, there's a lesson in this or there's a reason why or I just think if there's actually a God what, what's the reason or the lesson that my sister can be pregnant for nine months and then potentially lose her baby in two days? Like, 
Yeah. What did that kid do wrong? Yeah. That he's going to go, and what did she do wrong that she has to experience that? You know, I don't understand that. And so for me, when people talk about God, I don't know. I just think I can't see that there is a God if that sort of stuff can happen. Or, you know, little babies in Africa that just... For no fault of their own. Don't get fed. Yeah. Die. Like, I don't understand that. And so when people are so devout and, you know, like you got to go to this building on a Sunday to prove that... You're righteous Whatever. and you deserve I just don't something. get I don't get that. Yeah. I just was curious because um, it's interesting when you do read about people who've had similar experiences to you. Mm. Some people who are quite religious have such a different take on and like they attribute the cancer recovery to God and yeah. how wonderful. And then yeah. the fact that you get it is, well mysterious ways and we don't understand yeah. mysterious ways. Yeah. And you think, well, for, for fuck's sake, hold on a minute. Like, that doesn't work like that. Like, he's either there or he's not. Yeah. I just was, yeah, curious because when you were saying, um, questioning, like, why me, I wondered whether or not there was, if you were religious, was there any ever? Yeah. No, I, um, I, I think I'm spiritual. Like, I yeah. definitely think, you know, I, like, there's energy in a body and and even scientifically, you know, yeah. when when something ceases, energy doesn't disappear. Like energy no. continues. So yeah. I feel like there's definitely something We just don't know how yet. Beyond. Yeah. For sure. But to think that there's a God, I don't know. I just the the older I get, the less I believe. But um, do you know what I mean? Like well, I entirely. just I can't entirely. I look at Chad, like our nephew. Mm. How's that fair? What's yeah. he done? Like, yeah. what does he? What has he done? And I understand. Like, I have people these. I have these arguments with people who are religious, mm. and they say, "Well, look, it's all part of the broader scheme, so God can prove to Satan that you know he's the boss." And you think, well, he doesn't need to fucking prove anything if he's the boss. He can just yeah. say, "I'm the boss, and I'm making this kid well." Like, that's yeah. the, the truth. Like, we yeah. don't need some twisted, weird pretzel logic to get to a good outcome we yeah. can just get straight fucking there yeah if you're omnipotent and you create everything in existence yeah just do it if you've got that power yeah, then exactly. wh- why would you create anything but some weird like awesomeness and love and learn through yeah <laughs> I, I yeah don't think so mate no that because it's interesting because um i was saying to you earlier like the one of my good mates growing up his father had a stroke mm. and his demeanor i think changed um after he had his stroke. Yeah. And I don't think it's anything intentional, but because it's part of your brain and maybe... So, just sorry, are you saying the person that had the stroke or the... The person that had it. Right. And has recovered a lot since then. Not mm. entirely, I don't think. Mm. Um, but has recovered to a point, but has a different demeanour to them. And I, I know that's different in the sense that it, there's a cognitive aspect to having a stroke. Yeah. But I did wonder whether or not going through such a significant event would alter your demeanour and whether or not you were a happier person beforehand or a yeah. less happy person. Because I don't know. See, I've never... But I think it's your focus. I think it just, for me, comes down to focus. Like, I focused on yeah probably dumb shit before and now I focus on the important stuff and it makes me mm. lighter and just... That was what I, the next question. So the demeanour part was that, but what you just said was the next question, which was like, um, did it change your perspective on life? And yeah, when I completely. mean it, it's what's important. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and it literally like it Pretty kind quickly. of brings to no. No, no, oh, no. Oh, really? So it no. took some time to yeah, get Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it took me ages. It was really a process. Like I had to I had to force myself to be a positive person. And it and like literally on one of the Facebook pages I'm on, yeah. some somebody posted a meme that said something about um you know, you can you can oh it basically said, you know, you can be all doom and gloom and poor me, or you can change your outlook and say no, it's something about like, oh, I'm sick and I'm this or I'm something and I'm healing. Like it was like yeah, the difference the between and and it is like you can think that and you can be all oh woe is me, but I don't know. It's just it's just a mental thing. And like I said, you know, I I started small and this is what I said to this girl literally this morning i just yeah. said to her because she said it's it's um so she posted the meme and then she said easier said than done and i said i completely agree with you it is easier said than done but i i for me and again i don't ever want to say to somebody oh you should do this because no, but your experience is relevant well but everybody's journey and i hate that word but everybody's experience <laughs> is different yeah, and so is. i would not ever think Oh, if you do X, Y, Z, this it's is not what I did. And yeah. yeah. And so I sort of said to her, look, I, you know, for your situation, I would not like to comment. But for me, it wasn't overnight. It was gradual and it was a conscious decision that I will take a minute when I go to bed before I fall asleep and just be like, okay, today I'm grateful for this conversation or something positive in the day. Yeah. And in the morning... It was literally as simple as I'm grateful for waking up again. And I did that every day, made an effort to do that every day. And it just changed everything, like literally changed everything. And I think also like through it all, I think you question stuff, you have all of the profound thoughts and, you know, why are we here and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it has prompted me to think about that stuff and I definitely – I think – you know, the meaning of life and all of that. But I do, I think the meaning of life, and this might sound wanky, but I I think it's to give back. I think it is if you can help another human make somebody else's life day better, that's why we're here. Mm. That's it, the end. And whether that's dumb shit like I do with my kids paying for the person behind us in the McDonald's drive-thru to yeah. put a little spark in their day or whatever it is, you yeah. know? Like, I just think if everybody did something nice for another human every day... Yeah. The, the world, world would be a much better place. The world would be better. Much better. And, and that's a cliche, but it's... It is cliche, but I think it's actually true. Can I ask you one other question? I'll, I'll finish. I know we've been going no. forever. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm happy to chat to you forever. Oh. <laughs> Don't care. Thank you. <laughs> this is... Um, this is going to be a weird one, but um, I've got two more questions, I promise. Okay. Did you – you know how you're saying before, like, you chose to be positive? Mm. Was there any time where you actually thought negatively to the point where this is it, oh, I just want to tap out? Was there any of – did you ever get to that point? I don't think I ever got to the tap out point. Right. I definitely had the fear of – I mean, I still have it. It's not a thing that disappears, but, you know – I don't know, like Elliot, my youngest, is six and right. Ginger's 13. They're the daughters. And yeah. 
Is Elliot a girl? Yeah, Elliot's a girl. Oh, true. My brother is Elliot and he's a boy. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I gave her the a boy. Elliot. I gave her a boy name. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wanted to do that with to my girl character. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's cool. Yeah, I like it. Uh, but, you know, there's been that thought, what if I don't get to see them get married or have babies yeah. or be that mum for them, you know, be the grandma, do all that stuff. Like, that's definitely a fear. Um, it's tied in with my next question. That's okay. the same thing. Go. No, no, no. Yeah, Go so I, I haven't had the tap out feeling, but um, my dad didn't want me to have chemo, didn't want me to do any of that stuff, doesn't think it's good. And oh, okay, yeah, I know people like that. Yeah, and so him and my brother were sort of, you know, kind of adamant that I shouldn't do that or go down that path. Sure. And my dad was very adamant that I should speak to this friend of his. Anyway, and it was Did you just, ever contemplate it? I... I I, there's part of me that does think, like, I know that chemo... It's good it, and bad. It is good and bad. And and definitely chemo and radiation, they both... The side effects, when you read the side effects, some of the side effects are causing cancer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're curing this cancer to potentially create another one down the track. So yeah. it is scary. And... You know, my dad wanted me to have this faith in this person that he he obviously had faith in. And, yeah. and while I definitely give merit to alternative therapies and all of that sort of thing, yeah. the thing that I said to my dad was, you know, I'm, I have faith in doctors to do this because they've done this. And, you know, I'll talk to your friend, and I did speak to his friend, but... I just said to him, Dad, the only way that I can actually have complete faith that any of this shit's going to work is if you build me a time machine and I get in it and I go back and I study everything myself yeah, and I figure it out on my own. But otherwise, well... You've got to trust someone. you got to be... And, and I did do lots of stuff that was sort of the alternate way of thinking, so I kind of combined the two. I just think you have to... Do the reading, which sucks because there's so much reading and every man and his dog sends you an article about something and it's, <laughs> fuck me. But it is like that. Like everybody's like, here, you should read this and you should read that and you should read that. And it's like, I can't fucking read, read everything. Anymore. And then in the end I said to my sister, I was like, can you just do some reading because I'm exhausted. <laughs> like I just cannot. And she did. She was like, well, I've read this and I've read that and this is like my – because we're like-minded in a lot of ways. And, yeah, so my sister Luna, she's amazing. She Your family has the coolest things, by the way. Oh, God. Yours is like – like mine's normal. I was gonna say I don't want to be a rude prick, but normal compared to except Lena my whole life. Diamond and oh Heidi, your name's Heidi. No, it's fucking Heidi. Is it Heidi? Did I get it right? Yeah, you got it right. But everybody always calls me Heidi, and oh, it's right, like because no. Heidi's not normal. No, so they look at it and it's like, oh, that's weirdo spelling of Heidi. No, it's just no, how it's that's just how it's felt. Phonetically, red. it's phonetically. Red is, Thank you. Yeah, that's right. That's all that anyway, my whole life. But anyway, uh yeah, so. It's exhausting and, you know, you could think over all of the things a thousand times and, you know, you just got to go with what feels right for you, I oh. guess. <laughs> and that's all you can do. So this is off topic. Oh, one thing, you know, the reason why I asked that question before, I'll tell mm. you about something else. Um, Are you crying? No, no, no. Oh. I, don't, I don't cry. I'm <laughs> tough as fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> Damn it. Is, um, so not convincing, yeah. but anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, uh, is 
uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, my wife said to me, uh, she's starting her own YouTube channel, right? And she is, because she's enormously gifted in some areas of her life, like a lot, a lot, but some specifically. Like she could she could weld together like a metal frame, no problem. Oh, my God, can she do my wine shelves at the new restaurant? Yeah, no doubt. She could definitely come and do it. <laughs> I've still got to come and have lunch with Jay, so I'll okay, bring right, her along. We'll but that. <laughs> she can definitely, like... Put built a chicken coop from scratch for our chickens, and like so, she's really handy, like right. very. She's definitely the dude. Oh, 100%. She's definitely the guy. Like, <laughs> so she was casting when we were away fishing, and she's way like. Um, although we did ride both ride motorbikes and we were cool at dirt bikes, so we we're cool as fuck equally. Right. Um, but, but you fell, you fell <laughs> off, didn't you? No, she did her ACL on her motorbike. I wasn't cool enough to do like monos or anything. <laughs> I was a bit of a bitch about it, but um, she um. I was saying, oh, she said to me, we were making a video the other day for her, I was editing some stuff, and she actually just turned to me, because I've been telling her I wanted to come and have a chat to you, mm. and she actually turned to me, and it was quite interesting, because she's not like this as a person, she doesn't think about this sort of stuff, mm. and she said to me, do you think she would make a video? And I said, who? And she goes, the lady you're talking to. And I said, oh, Heidi. And she goes, yeah. And I said, oh, I don't know. Like, for what though? Why? And she goes... Basically, posterity, like for yeah. whether or not you ever had the inclination to do something like that for your kids or something. like. And that's what made me ask, was there any ever time that you... Yeah, I had that thought. Like, I yeah. did have the thought. Um, yeah, I definitely did have the thought to do that. If, if I think if they said, like, no hope, you're done, yeah, definitely you I would do that. Yeah, but... But it wasn't that... But I'm fucking positive. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. All right, I'll let you go because I've been talking to you forever and no. I've been chewing your ear off. But, um, I love it. Um, is, is there anything else that you think maybe in uh, closing that you, like a message like you, you do work with that Project Pink stuff I've seen, mm. um, is there anything that maybe you think would be beneficial for people to hear, like for women especially? Uh, like based on your experience. So <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Um, Quick, I you've just got 20 minutes go. <laughs> <laughs> you got five minutes. Yeah. Um, I think definitely, you know, we've said it already, but just the don't be blasé or complacent. Like yeah. definitely, even if it's a thing that, even if you're 90% sure that it's nothing, still do it. Just do it. Like we all need to do it. Yeah, and 100%. Uh, <laughs> 100%. I didn't read that. No pun intended. <laughs> um, Sorry. No. Just that. Just, just, and the checks, you know, all yeah. the things that they say in the things, but they are important. And um, know your boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was scared when I read 160 today for guys. Yeah. I actually started to yeah. like, being honest, I had a shower and I was like, Oh, my God, because I've literally never thought about it. I knew guys get it. Yeah. I thought it was like two or three a year. No. Not like one every second day. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's high. For and guys. Yeah. It'll probably get worse too if we're increasingly becoming obese as a society. Isn't maybe, it like fatty tissue? That I, um, I don't bloody know. Who knows? I don't know. I'm really... How are you going? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the listeners, I'm rubbing my boobies. <laughs> We've really gone downhill. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, definitely get checked. Blase. Get checked. Don't get checked. Get checked. Get checked. Check yourself. Check all the things. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Righto. Thanks for coming on. No, God. Oh. <laughs> I want to talk to you, like, for another seven oh, hours. Oh, no, keep going. I, don't, <laughs> I just don't have any other questions for you on that specific issue. Although, I'll turn it off. Are you okay with me turn yeah, it off? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
Well, that brings us to uh, the end of another episode. And I really hope, as I say every week, I really hope you enjoyed uh, today's. It was very different. And I know that the subject matter was heavy, but um, ironically, we ended up laughing so much throughout it. Uh, So uh, again, a wonderful person and someone whose story I think is well worth sharing. Um, I'm really looking forward to catching up with Haiti again and and, uh, covering some of the other things that we didn't get to uh, unpack in our discussion uh, the other day and so uh, I'll bring that obviously to you when I get a chance but as always if you do uh, think that others will benefit from listening to the podcast by all means share it um, and give it a like or subscribe. I think especially with this one um, this episode it's obviously such a big issue and like I mean I don't know I can't recall whether or not I'm recording this uh a fair while after we actually recorded the episode and so I can't recall whether or not we actually talked about the statistics for females but I had a check and it's 19 it's almost 20,000 women a year are diagnosed with breast cancer which is basically 55 odd women a day and two every hour it works out to be which is just absolutely heartbreaking and it's something that we should work very hard to try and rectify uh, and eradicate uh I'm looking to release an episode in the next week or two. Uh, I've recorded it. I just need to finalise a couple of things around the edges with it. But uh, it should be out in the next week or two. So uh, uh, stay tuned. And until next time, thanks.